Too bad about radio. Oh, what do you mean? Well, since television, you know, hardly anybody listens to radio anymore. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that if I were you. There's a radio in use for every man, woman, and teenager in America. Really? Gee, I'd hate to think of them all turning them on at once. They do. Every morning. Who listens to radio? That go-where-you-go medium called radio. That's with you every night. I've only seen, I've literally only seen like three sketches of hers, but they're all just fucking you, hilarious. Just not, not, I, there's just something about her, I just don't like her. Huh. And I just don't like the way, like... Granted, I, I've not seen the full breadth of her comedy. I, well, I, I tried to watch the first episode of her show, and I got about ten minutes into it. I was like, fucking Did you see no. the animal pussy one, where she has to be a voiceover actress for a cartoon? Yes, I did. But she has that. to do it for the big ugly one with yeah. the big exposed vagina. It's fucking fun. And like I saw the trailer for this this movie she's in, I'm like, I just they don't talk about the like train her. wreck. I guess they gave her a movie, so that's not what half yeah. that article is about. I don't, I just don't like her. I don't find her appealing yeah. or interesting or relatable. Okay, I don't know what it is. It's fine. And I don't know why. I, I like I'm defending her. I'm no, 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 no. I just, it's like if I showed somebody Broad City, you're like, fucking hate them. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I would be like, I would be... and I would be like, what do you mean? I don't know why. I just don't like her. Yeah. Maybe it'll Is be it like she got fat arm. No, no. Yes. yes. <laughs> she got b- her arms are like a baby's legs. <laughs> there's there's some, the kind of pattern? They're, they're kind of segmented. Yeah. Kind of little, like, <laughs> like little, sausages. Like little chublets. Yeah, little baby cankles. I like it. Her armpits have baby cankles. No, that's that's not why. Should I turn on the actual light in here? It's a little dim. You always offer. It's okay. okay. I don't like it. It is early on the Sunday morning. It's nice to be in the dark. Foley also likes cave living. Mm, Cave living is the shit. Dwelling. Dwelling. Mm-hmm. That's what that book. That's what that magazine. Dwell actually is. It's about it's cave life. Fucking people living what is dwell? in caves. It's this like it's a modern, really primo, like, design really design primo design magazine. Really, it's oh, just about homes. But if like, I if I was the editor in chief, would be like, no, we're not doing any of these beautiful, expensive homes. Everything is going to be about just humans living in basements and caves. Also, Annie, I got a bag of heads for you. All right. I did pick stuff out. I hope you were able to find some good stuff. I got stuff. Did you Did you just give Annie head? Yeah, I gave well, I gave Annie three hundred oh. head. <laughs> 300. Yellow and beige head. Did you, you find got, some? Did you find some good ones? For I got your some pretty good ones. Yeah, nice. no, I I I fixed it in a lot of the mean looking Lego head. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I case, have an angry barber. In case this is actually part of the podcast, Annie. Uh, so what? You got all these heads from? So I for my um my Benton collection. A lot of my Benton my Benton characters. I buy just minifigures that come with stock Lego heads. <laughs> I got like all the angry, nasty heads. So yeah, so Annie just gave me all the heads because she replaces all your characters' heads with animal heads. Yeah, are you? You should make you should make this guy like um, work in the Parisian restaurant. He's got well, like hollow dead eyes. I was kind of thinking <laughs> for patrons for the Star Wars cantina. I'd okay, a lot of no. ugly, scarred-looking dudes. Yeah, that's stupid, good. Most of them are supposed to be aliens, not people. Sure. Then I was like, well. Uh, well then I was like, yeah, for the person oh God, restaurant, the I was like, on the back should there be that amazing. many weird alien robot <laughs> people running around? The- Especially if I want to turn into Casablanca. Yeah, yeah. yeah who knows? It's good. There should be. Um, um, and this one that's um, very obviously the Johnny Depp character from The Lone Ranger. Is that what that is? Um, yeah. yeah. Should, oh, so it's a painted face. Oh, it's a brown guy with a painted face. Should it is, it is definitely be a Nazi. <laughs> 
So, FYI. Fucking super savage Nazi. Oh my god. But yeah, these these heads are, heads are all fucking fantastic. Man, so the 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 like it was officially winding down on Chima. Yeah. yeah. Well, they I know they said what the, they put out the last one like last year, right? They're closing the no, the last one hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay. Um, I think it comes out next month. And like there's a they they shut they're shutting down the online game. Oh, really? Like, yeah, they're really winding it all down. So what was Chima? Was it all just animal people and like built, built by, by animal asking robots? Me, by asking me what Chima is about, you fundamentally misunderstand <laughs> my relationship. It's like with asking Chima. the Native American what the buffalo thinks. <laughs> that part? is besides the point. As long as it makes an awesome tent, the, the butt, sure, the butt bro. is the best part of the buffalo. You should keep those two. Uh, oh yeah, no, this is like I love with the yeah, and Ian Foley with the heads have been doing some human centipede shit by putting yeah, all the heads together. Yeah, I'm just like mm-hmm. it's a head together. of head totem. Native yeah. Americans, speaking of which, would be fucking furious. About I stack things, especially for the local Pacific Northwest. I'm just shutting y'all off right now. Y'all need to shut up. Uh, uh, um, up, So I only use the, I I take the minifigures' heads off, and then I use their little bods, and often I'll pop off their hands, too, so I can replace them with hands that coordinate more with the little animal bodies. Okay. So it's like a gruesome leavings of just hands and heads left over. Thanks, Bill. No, I, so I opened it at first. These cans of soda soda that we have are really weird. They came coated in a gummy substance, and they don't open properly. (laughs) I got really slightly weirdly... And these are actual cans of Coca-Cola. It's not like RC Cola where you kind of expect it to be defective. This oh, is top of the line. This is the Cadillac of sodas. Oh, God, no. I love RC Cola. That's what you not? get when you're pouring at, the, at like a fucking... Not even like a Little League no, ball game. No, dude. But the Pee Wee League ball that's game. That's when you get like someone went to Kmart and bought the store brand Cola. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's I mean, what he just straight up shaves K, Like K-Select. Do you think he changed shapes? Yeah, I do because it's it's too consistently one length. It's too consistent. So we're... Are like, you saying a Hollywood okay, star? Star grooms himself. For ju- but check. You want to check the audio? Yeah. Well, oh no, I already did. did. Actually, did. yeah. While you guys were talking. So thank you for joining us, at Boy Howdy. Yeah. Welcome feels- to the Boy Howdy podcast, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it, is, is... it is legitimately. Usually, Andy would be furious about us starting media res like this, but she is looking at pictures of. Scott I'm still Eastwood furious in about starting in media res. But <laughs> I really want us to stop and start over, but I know that won't happen. So, um, Bill handed me the Entertainment Weekly from a few weeks ago that has an article on Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son, and star of. Uh, the last, what is it? No, the longest ride. Excuse which you me, guys saw this week. Which we went to go see yesterday. And Foley was commenting afterwards at how impeccably groomed his chest hair was. So, would he make a good Varric? He's a little too Bill, tall. Bill, he's like six feet tall. No, but you do what, If you think of Varric, is not one of the first things you no, think of. They found the door. He's a fucking dwarf. You know, the dwarf on golf thing and put him in a wheel cart. <laughs> And he's just like fighting. He's got two actions, just spinning him around, but he just never really moves. And also, he never sure. walks him in. You're right. By d- saying the word chest hair at any degree, well, that means that they should be there. So what's Eric wields chest- two axes? Oh, are Bill you has saying- not played any <laughs> dragons. <laughs> It's got to be shaved. Yeah, it's not because full his life. papa's got a pelt. He's got to say trimmed. Shaved implies that it's yeah, no, because he's got he full wax though. So he's thank got God. a full yeah. he's got a full chest of hair. It's just like it's, it's five o'clock like like yeah. It's five o'clock shadow yeah, on his chest. I, would, yeah. I assume that it's it's probably not. Did Green, any of us even yeah. know that Clint Eastwood had a child until no. like two weeks I knew ago? He had a son. No, I had no idea. 
I knew he had a son. Yeah, he and looks just like his papa too. It's really he does weird. Look like his dad. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of moments. Uh, having watched a lot of young Clint Eastwood movies, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of moments where you're like, oh man, mm-hmm. in a good he way. Looks, yeah, like he looks. It's like not his like he's something like racist. He looks like his daddy. No. Yeah. It's funny how people who are related to each other look like each other. Well, shut up, Anna. So how was, he, <laughs> how was the movie? But also added into there, there was some really genetically strong woman. I that, know, that was my, yeah. That, that chiseled off some of the rough spots. You think exactly. there was a woman involved or are you just like <laughs> osmosis? Like, like the, and someone struck Clint Eastwood's head with an axe. <laughs> And they just chipped off. off a bit of stone, and then like that stone yeah. grew. Oh man, yeah. what it what it? I saw we were, went to Powell's on our way here, and I was in the mythology section looking for Robin Hood books, and there was a book titled "Zeus Gave Stupid Gifts," <laughs> which I thought was like, well, is that not the wrong? Best, the best title for a mythology. <laughs> you don't check to see what the book is about. You just sounds like that. I can just see you just like seeing the title, laughing and just walking away without even looking exactly at it. Exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell. So as we're driving. <laughs> As we're driving to go to Powell's... <laughs> this has nothing to do with Scott Eastwood. nothing to do with Scott Eastwood. As we're driving to go to Powell's, this, uh, we're driving down Grand and big major street, four lanes. Um, somebody shoots up Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Like, like from the bridge, the cyclist, this bicyclist... Oh, yeah? Shoots... Like right between traffic? Through the red. Just blows through Did the red. Did you hear the Portland... All I, the news that happened yesterday with, like, meth heads with samurai swords and people peeing on each other? No. If you paid attention to Twitter, like, Terry, the police Terry blogger was, yesterday, it yeah. must have been a really nice day yesterday. <laughs> Everyone was losing their fucking minds. Really but anyway, so this I guy, wonder if this is kind of a side I, effect. God. This guy blows through the intersection. I get, abstractly, he's got speed, he doesn't want to stop, but care. also, don't fucking blow through a red when I'm, you're on a I'm, 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 coming, like, I'm coming at you, and I've got time to get across the intersection. Yeah. I could have hit him. Yeah. And what's this? And so I honked him. I honked at him. And then she was so blinded by rage, she didn't notice, but he totally did, like, a complete jerk-off motion at her. Ah. And fully... <laughs> it, it was like, it's been a long time since anyone... Like, I was expecting a bird, sure. Yeah, like, But the fact off. that that dude had, was so cavalier about his safety that he actually turned away, going over uh, Turn rails. back to me. Yeah. Going over rails where he could have biffed it. It oh, took one hand off and did a jerk-off I motion. I don't drive, but isn't the stereotype of bicyclists in Portland that they're a bunch of, like, super crazy entitled assholes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas if you talk to bicyclists in town, they're all like, oh, drivers in this town are super entitled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, the problem blah, is, blah, blah. is you have, you're, if you are on a bike, either act like a car or act like a pedestrian. Yeah. And you can't switch between the two. Yeah. And you can't act like neither. And that's where. So anyway, I got jerked off at. <laughs> and and then and then Annie, Annie sees the whole thing. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I cannot. Okay. And then my response was, I should have hit him. <laughs> I just should have hit him. Just I just should have, like, I shouldn't have slowed down when him. I saw him blow through, and I should have maintained speed, and I should have fucking clipped him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then been like, yeah, he blew a red, now his body's broken, <laughs> and I actually, like, He blew a red, red, and so, now he did. That'll show him. <laughs> so here's, here's my thing. I'm like, in that moment, I'm like, well, you know so what's going to happen could, eventually? I, might as well be you, because if, you it know. might as well be me. Why so, not like, justice? In that moment, in that moment, I'm like, like minority report like I could have been like well if I slowed down officer he would have made a jerk off motion this, to me this totally is the traffic version of coming up with a perfect retort after an argument yeah, just like I'm just back, you know what I, I should have killed him I should have killed him I could have taken a hit 
on my insurance if it uh, meant teaching this fucker a lesson. Well, yeah, oh, and he would have been he would have been in the wrong. Like he would have. Oh yeah, it's exactly. his yeah. fault. The accident happened. No, fully. That's... And that would have been. And I have a nice. I have a couple nice suits for the trial. <laughs> and like, every time fully wants to commit a crime, that's always her response. I look good. I look I'll good. Look It'll be good. like that episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob borrows that suit from Mort, uh-huh. and everybody's like, "Well, sir, you have <laughs> a good day." Yeah. So like, yeah, that'll happen. And oh, then it'll be fine. But fuck <sighs> that guy. So we turn around. What did this guy look like? Was it like a young this guy? Curly haired, like... curly haired cyclist motherfucker. Okay, yeah. Yeah, fuck him. So like we drive around and I was like, as we're coming back up to 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 come up to your place, I just like, Annie, if I tell you to open your door like while just I'm in do motion, it. Just no do questions. It. Yeah. No, no question me, just do it. I got an idea. And uh and and, and Welcome to the Boy Hattie yeah. Vigilante Justice Corner. Um yeah. but you way, don't need to watch Daredevil, you're living it. I live it. Yeah. At uh, least in Portland, your mind. Yeah. Portland is my real white hell's kitchen. <laughs> you guys care about the Daredevil uh, show? Uh, out about uh, I'm interested. It's I, only been it only it's been on the air for like four hours. And everyone's like, oh my well, god, this is the nature of binge. Yeah, yeah binge yeah, consumption. Yeah. Fuckers just go watch everything. As soon as it's all live, the assumption is you've watched it all. I hate that. I mentality. was completely disinterested because uh, I'm I'm really getting filled up in my Marvel bullshit right now. I, yeah. yeah, but there's not a Dawson. Yeah, I'm not Daredevil, but Rosario Dawson involved, and that's already yeah. Rosario Dawson being Daredevil. No, because like she'd be terrible blind. What? Those big goo eyes. She got such pretty eyes. I know that's what I'm saying. She's so cover them up with like a leather mask or whatever. We just talked about how much Rosario Dawson is amazing and everyone should have a crush on her. Well, yeah, she's very crushable. Also, I like any time she's photographed hugging Zoe Bell. Wait, that's a thing. Oh, that's her pals. They're all pals. Yeah, she. She's in the back of the car going, "Fuck you!" Wait, how do they know each other? Have have they been in a thing together? They're in Death Proof. Rosario Dawson was in Death Proof. Yeah. 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 Block that out because I know there's the second crew. There's the saucy black lady. There's Tracy Tracy Toms. It's her name. And there's uh, Scott Pilgrim. There's Scott Pilgrim. There's Mary Elizabeth Winston. Granted, it's been a couple years not since your birthday. One of the best shots in that movie is when. Like they're finally, they're kind of get like she's finally starting to unclench and enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, and it's just this gentle zoom in on her face. It just brightens with the light. Oh, that's right, because she's yeah. the one who's really digging her heels into like yeah. all stuff she's and doing like, She's like, this is not safe. This is yeah. she's a total mom about the whole thing. Yeah. Also, she's asked to give her belt. And 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 uh, Tracy Tom's character is all like, just give it to me. Like she's being really rude. She's yeah. like. Fuck you. She's like, you would say please and thank you. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking doing your hair ever oh again. So like, I love this girl though. <laughs> so good. Anyway, anyway, in summation. Rosario Dawson, crush her. Uh, Bill, how you, you got, doing? You've seen Josie and the Pussycats, right? Yeah. I know what Annie has, but I'm yeah, just making it, it you know, because speaking of Rosario Dawson, speaking of great movies. It's actually a really good movie. Still like, one of the best so comic book movies. Yeah. Uh, is Rosaria Dawson in Spice World? No. Or are you just throwing that out people there? Talk about people talking about late 90s. Josie and the Pussycats, it's kind of like Spice Girl. Spice World is not uh, not a... You could do a Spice World, Josie and the Pussycats, Double Galaxy feature. Quest triple feature of <laughs> yeah. late okay, 90s. Okay, how does Galaxy Quest? Because that's just funny. Sure, Bill. I went on it's a rant. also about traveling girl band. <laughs> I went on a rant last night on Twitter. With Tim Allen. Mike Marshall, he found it like an... Uh, on Twitter, he found an article about uh, it was some, some some writer on some website talking about how 
Uh, if movies had less CGI, they could spend the time and money to make the CGI that is in the movies better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just went off on our uh, Twitter rant uh, last night talking about that. When I was talking about how special effects in Galaxy Quest are actually better than most Star Trek movies, because, despite it being a lower budget movie. Yeah. Because their use of special effects were really judicious, especially the GDI, yeah. uh, CGI. Yeah. And that I just um, yeah. I just had yeah. Galaxy Quest. Well, it's like we were talking about Dread last night, mm-hmm. and we're Dread again and no budget, or like even Attack the Block. I still need to see. Man. So you guys have seen Attack the Block. Yeah. I still haven't seen Dread. Mm-hmm. Dread is. We, I'm still we, saving we, that for a rainy day. Dread. I don't. You may. You may not. You may really not like Dread. But the thing is, like, really in it, right? it hit, yeah, it I feel like if it hits you in the right mood, you'll really. All I know about time. Dread, it's McCoy from Star Trek. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who actually I still know is Ghost Ship because he was. Like, <laughs> speaking of the late nineties, yes, it's Ghost Ship. <laughs> Ghost Ship is real angry. <laughs> Ghost Ship hates crime. What is that? And that's, that's fucking Lena Headley. And the, supposedly his partner, the lady, is super, super badass and one of the highlights of the movie. Yeah. She's that's amazing. all I know She's, about Dread. And I was and I was really skeptical about because I only knew her as the friend from Juno. Yeah, yeah. Because she's she's uh, the uh, you're really she's uh, what's her name's um, J.K. Simmons, cute now lesbian. <laughs> yes, she's J.K. Simmons. Every the every every woman's father should Janney. be her best friend. <laughs> Allison Janney. That's she, true. I would totally see a Dread movie where Allison Janney plays a judge. <laughs> How she good plays, that she be? plays Judge Death. Is that post-apocalyptic, like, West Wing 10 years in the future? Yeah, there we go, yeah. Like, that's how she, like, breaks Bonus. down the law. Yeah. She, she just kicks down the door, and it's, like, fucking, um, uh, uh, what's the name of the receptionist, the, like, uh, the lady who Jenna start- Malone? Yeah, Jenna Malone. And she just goes, Jed's dead. Throws her a shotgun. <laughs> So anyway, no, I, I'm I'm, I'm totally blanking on this young woman's name, but uh, Judge Anderson is yeah, she is, is that the character's name? Oh, okay. yeah, Judge Anderson is one of the best things about Dread, mm-hmm. and the way that she's handled is amazing. it makes me wish that they made more money so they could have made another one. Yeah, because uh, it's really an origin story for her. I want to watch that and attack the block because I know they're both about like apartment complex crime stuff. Yeah, you know, sci-fi. They are very different feels. I wonder if you'll be doing them both a disadvantage by watching them at the same time. But uh, um, Dread's Dread's interesting because. Uh, Going back to the movie we got to go see yesterday on our hetero date night, mm-hmm. hetero date afternoon, um, Dread uses one of the first films to like they spent some of their money um, to use a phantom camera. Mm-hmm. Um, phantom cameras phantom are camera. hyper HD um, cameras that were developed for lots of you know like so- scientific photography in a lot of ways. So like super slow motion stuff. Ten over ten thousand frames per second. So they're super slow motion rodeo bull riding in the, yes. the cowboy movie. Yes, and it is some of the <clears> most <throat> impressive. So they mixed yeah. they mixed the rodeo um, the rodeo uh, photography with standard photography, GoPro photography, so yeah. like stuff that was both attached to the bull. Yeah, it's kind of funny because that's kind of low res. It's I kind know, of the opposite of kind of like yeah. that. Works. Um, yeah. It re- gives you that really like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it, it, it intensifies so, and makes it really like the, you're seeing what he sees. I don't think we've actually. Around. I don't think we've actually named. The, what's the movie that we're we, talking we, about? The Longest Ride. Okay, is the movie we went to go see. Yeah, and it, yeah, the, I wonder if the director was like, I will make this movie because I'll get to do these bull riding sequences. Yeah, because that was like the super, most. Yeah. There's some of the that most was the most panache. Yeah, there's some of yeah. the most impressively shot. So, it was really nice to know because it's about with, a with modern the, day lady falls in love with a cowboy. Man, right? I don't know if I really want to talk to you about. I know because I know you. I don't know what'd be worse. I thought you 
want to talk about it, but I noticed you that you're really trying not to talk yeah. about it. You'd rather talk about Judge Dredd right now than I this movie. I don't know movie. which should be worse. You being politely interested or you making fun of it. I don't no! know which should be worse. Because I want Scott Eastwood to play the, the, the lead in the new fucking Dark Tower movie they're trying to make. So I have a vested really? interest in Interesting. They're he's, trying to do that. Well, because the ca- main character on those character, is supposed to be Clint Eastwood. I don't think, I don't think that you can judge Scott Eastwood off of a Nicholas Sparks movie. I think that Does he he's get, got, Does he hold his own in the movie? I feel like he holds his own in the movie and I feel like he has potential to be great. Okay. But th- he didn't get a lot. He didn't get a lot, but sometimes a sign of a, real, a good actor is not having much and making something of it. And he didn't get much and he didn't do much with it. <laughs> so I, he's, I, just, he's just I, he's, eye candy? Well, no, I mean, I thought he did fine. He did excellent foot acting. I thought acting. he did fine. Well, let's I'm try not both even a foot fetishist, but he <laughs> Oh, man, there, yeah, there's one there's scene a where of shots where he has yeah, bare feet. You about ladies jerking off the guy's feet. Oh, he's, he he's, he's in a, There's one point where he's barefoot in the kitchen. Oh, that's good uh, times. In uh, jeans and a Henley, and we're both fully, and I just kind of lean over to their fist bump. Okay, we want to <laughs> breed with this individual if it's yeah. possible, yeah. Well, yeah, and everybody's like, it's a, she, the girl in the movie is like, I don't know if I can make this work, and I just lean over to Eddie, and he's like, I'm gay, I'll you fucking f- make it work. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the math right. for you, asshole. No, this yeah. movie was really strange in that, so the story is that he is a bull rider, and he got a severe injury a few years ago, including a brain injury, that means that if he has another bad... Incident, which yeah. will happen another, when you're a bull rider. Another, another yeah, exactly, bad concussion yeah. that it can, it like, could kill him. Yeah. Is the irony that he's actually the the, the rodeo clown? And they try yes. to sex that no, up, No, but man, man, fucking the shots that they have of the rodeo clowns. Yeah. They're actually working with real rodeo oh, clowns yeah, yeah. Yeah. and fucking real-ass bulls Yeah, and real-ass dangerous so bulls. They're really dangerous, but they're really cute. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's like if, somebody, if somebody had a rope tied around my dick... I know. I'd be real mad, too. Wait, is that one? They, there's, like, a rope that goes around their jug area, and, like, that's... Part of what makes them so mad. Yeah. Do they have outtakes where the bulls get revenge by tying a rope around Scott Eastwood's dick? And That's he's, my erotic fan he's, <laughs> he's so quote unquote angry, but he's also like, yeah, let's do this. I like you got it. You figured it out. No, it's so it's it's he is a bull rider who's like one last bad spill means the end, but yeah. he's got to get money to save his mom's ranch. And his mom is basically like, no, go fuck yourself, go get fucking job at McDonald's. I want a live son over a ranch. And she, she lost. She lost her. Her his dad also rode in rodeo, yeah. and she lost him to a bad accident. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's like, I would prefer. He's like, Well, what would you do if you lost the ranch? She's like, I don't know. I'd figure it out. Yeah. She's you like, know. You just want to be number one, and you're being selfish. Cool. I'll get a one bedroom apartment. I get a one bedroom apartment. Wouldn't have to take care of cows anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds fucking amazing. Actually, cashier part time at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I'm a greener. I'm not a fucking retard. Uh, so then the other. Bill. The other, the other, the lady. <laughs> That's the sequel. Stop it. No. The other lady, the, the lady in the movie is an is a a child of immigrants, and this is one of the things where I'm like, okay, this movie is what it is. Okay, let me back this up. A modern second. day. Then yeah. let me back up a second. Mm. So going to this movie, I my expectation was that I was gonna have just a, I was just gonna take a big old dump on it, and Foley would actually really like it. That yeah. was my expectation because <laughs> yeah. Foley at heart likes likes chick flicks a little more than I do. I do. And has well, a so long proud history. Our practical magic. Uh huh. Hope floats pretty much. Actually, as we're waiting in line, we're getting popcorn. Mm-hmm. I, I said to Annie, I was like, the fact that you are taking me to a romantic film that does not have Sandra Bullock in it is a fucking crime. <laughs> and the girl, the the girl that was giving me popcorn goes, truth. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, oh go, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm, as much as I kind of want to see this movie, at the same time, I'm not really into it. <clears throat> yeah. But then in the fucking theater, I was curious what trailers they would play before it. Oh, it's so weird. All of I them. I saw this trailer. I saw trailers for this movie. I only know this movie because the last couple times I've been to the movies, including Fast and Furious, this is what they showed before. Oh. I only know about this because uh, my boot company sponsored it, and you can tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because there are more loving shots of Ariat boots there in that are. movie. Aww. The there dude are. is sponsored by Ariat. So, yeah. It's kind of hilarious. So, this, uh, it, so trailers for this movie were tied to Fast and Furious, Into the Woods. Maybe oh, the trailer weird. system is just fucked up. No, so it kind of is. So we, but anyway, so yeah. waiting for this movie, every single they showed Pitch Perfect 2, but otherwise, every single trailer was about a dude in, where women are at best living, but usually dead, motivation for the main male's actions. Was yeah. it anything I'd heard of? Was it other romance movies? No, like maybe? no. Not like a single a horror. horror movies. A lot of, like, home invasion. And then, like... Well, some... they're targeting... This movie's probably targeted towards, like, high school kids, really. Like, really? like a romance kind no. of thing. No, Don't Bill. be... Really? Uh-uh. But Bill, why are they was... attaching horror it's movies? It's, like, mid... I don't know. Well, all I can think of was that um, uh, there were... Um, a lot. I mean, it is for like. Did it have an like auditude country song over the end credits? No, no, no. What? Yeah, no. go fuck yourself, Bill oh, Mudrin. Really? Fuck you and your expectations. This movie's got layers. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, is that at the end of all these trailers that were really like getting trying to get you rooting for dudes and about male experience and white male experience, I was like. Fuck the patriarchy! You're- I'm ready for a lady kissing. <laughs> now, there's a movie called Aloha, which actually looks like something I would see, but it was about Bradley Cooper and his experiences and his ex. And then there's Emma Stone, who's just there to change his life. And there's all about him. There's another movie called Southpaw, which again I would probably go Aww. see. Never heard of any but of it's these. Jake Gyllenhaal and about how his the death of his wife, yeah. like throws his life into disarray. Yeah, okay. And there's like a few horror movies too. And I was just like, fuck I all of this. Think a remake this. of Poltergeist. Yeah, I don't know. There's. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's coming up this time. All of them. Man, have you guys seen the Babadook? No. No, but we're. Focus. No, no, no! But get, actually, not entirely. Well, no, you, you mentioned that's that not it entirely. Was... That, I'm getting that on Blu-ray this week. You guys mm-hmm. should definitely borrow it because it's not gory. It's not you know, no one dies in it or anything like that. But it's kind of. Eh, it, you had mentioned that it's it's interesting and that it's about motherhood as much as it is about anything else. Exactly. I mean, that's really what it's you know. So, but anyway, no. Um, by the end of those all those trailers, I was like, "Fuck the patriarchy! I want to be made for women." Granted, it may be made for white women between the ages of twenty-five well, and like fifty-five. Yeah, Cosmo women. Yeah, but yeah. It, well, I mean, like you know, like just very much a middle class American women. Like that's the demographic for this movie. Honky women. Uh, but it's like I, I was so and that was perfect because I was just like, yeah, fucking chick flick, bring on the broad oriented shit, and it was it was ridiculous. But yeah, so there's the so you have the, yeah, the love interest. Well, so she's and she's a her parents are Polish. So she's like, this yeah. is the other lady, not, not this the, is the love interest. Oh, it is the love interest. Okay, so it's so main lady. Like, okay. So she's like, yeah, I'm the child of immigrants, so life is really hard acclimating. I'm like, you're the she whitest what person. What immigrants? Polish. I just said they're oh, Polish. Okay, well, but I mean, like, she's like, yeah, I was I all grew like, up in a town full of Polish immigrants, so like, I'm kind of used to like. You but can... also, but my point is, is that she was the whitest white lady possible. If you're talking about the uh, story of someone who's who's trying for normalcy, maybe pick I don't know a Latina. Maybe you pick, like, someone who is not Lily White. Like, someone who actually struggled for passing yeah. as normal American. She's a blonde, pretty white lady. Bill, Even- she's actually born in North Carolina. Yeah. This lady is like the. If you want to tell she a story an of no. struggling, no. is she talking her about her mima and her peepaw? At least, like, nope. She got nothing. All she's like, I worked at a diner, my parents' diner, and she talks about a dumpling, a Polish dumpling. Dang. So. And the Polish dumplings are done. <laughs> 
Anyway. Oh, I got a message from Andy about a package anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so there's that. Th- so she wants to be an art dealer in New York. So they're already going to be dragged apart because his ranch is in North Carolina. She's just going to school here and then she's going to go to New York. Meanwhile, the B-plot, which is why I presume all the older, so many 75 old plus people in the theater. and shit. Yeah. Is, right? I've never been more uncomfortable watching two relatively classically attractive people bump and grind in a shower <laughs> than I have been watching. Watching that shit happen, knowing that everyone around me is over 60. Yeah, like the dude immediately in front of us was like a probably 75-year-old white man by himself. I'm like, (laughs) he loves MASH. He loves MASH. Alda knows. He loves Alda. So the B-plot plot of this movie is that they, meet, they, they, they on their first date, they save Alan Alda from a car accident. And it turns out that he, his wife, long since passed, is, uh, was this beautiful woman who had all experiences. And because of their life, they're motivated to have their relationship together. But the thing is, is weirdly, like they kind of showed in the trailer that they're, that, you know, that he went to, well, he was in the war. He was in World War II. And... The unexpectedly, the story that they tell is about the experience, so they don't deal with it very much, of small town Jews in in North Carolina is this during Korean and post Polish ladies immigrant stuff. It, it, no, it, not it, at maybe all. It was suppo- maybe, maybe it was supposed. Maybe it doesn't the book. It's supposed to in the book. It doesn't. But I I was serious when I said on Twitter it's like Nicholas Sparks ran around a really tasty buffet table and just touched just all whatever, the food, yeah. <laughs> but didn't actually is like yeah yeah Polish Jew immigrant World War Two like there's that that's yeah. thematically. You don't have she to reach is, very far to kind of like tie that bow up. You don't. Yeah. yeah. But there's there already to be fair, there's already way too many obvious parallels. Yeah. Like one more would have just been. There's, yeah, a, there's so, a lot yeah. of like uh, uh the bows that you get in um, bags around the holidays that just have the sticker back to them. Because of course his wife loved modern art and collected oh, modern well, then art. Yes, and and he's got a collection. Did she get killed by- How'd she die? She died old. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she just got old. But it's like it was weird. But it's I felt like the only reason why they were Jewish was that the the their the the kind of their narratives that she wants to have kids and he because of he gets wounded in the war can't have kids, <laughs> which led to one of the funniest things that happened during, while watching this movie, which was uh uh Annie going uh he gets hurt he's in the hospital yeah he's shot he's shot and i just alan alda um alan young Young. yeah okay yeah and i go and i go (gasps) during the war (gasps) thank you for stopping us but i lean over to annie and i go oh no he he, his dick got hurt and annie looks at me like she's gonna punch me well i did punch you (laughs) you did punch me but you you look like you i thought you were making a dumb joke and she's like she's like how Dare you? Really, she just saw the plot point. How coming. dare you? Now, make... of course, he can't have kids. And I said it terribly. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, "Well, no." And she's shh. <laughs> we, we, we finished watching, and then he comes home because he's sent home because they're like, "Okay." And he's sent home, and he's like, "No, you." He's like, "I can't give her what she wants." And it's very made very clear. Uh, she wants a big family. Yeah, she's an only child. She wants a huge family, and she feels that it's their responsibility to. Keep bringing Jewish babies into the world. Yeah, she, considering... she basically says that she's like so. Ma- I can't get in touch with my family anymore. There's been so much death. Yeah. I want to. Br- I feel obligated to bring more life into the world. So great, but it's like it's the one thing he can't give her. So he like totally ignores her when he comes back. They're supposed to get married. He totally like blows her off. And I could see like you getting traumatized and feeling like you you're know, not thinking rationally. You can't, yeah. You're not thinking rationally. And then they end up getting married, and he's like, I still can't give this to you. And and she's like, It's okay. I love you. 
And this but, actually ends up becoming a big thing on Downton Abbey of all fucking things. Really? Yeah. <laughs> very similar. Well, it's almost like war veteran kid can see children. Dick, dick get broken. <laughs> Annie. Uh, but what was interesting is that I feel like they only made them uh, Jewish be- so that they can't adopt. Because I lean over yeah. to Foley and I'm like, why don't what? they just fucking adopt? Is that like, a Jewish thing? Well, well, no. The thing is that if you're if you're uh, if you're Jewish in small town North, North Carolina, Carolina, oh, during, no one's gonna let you adopt. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay. there's like maybe there'd be bias. So it's really just just kind of like, cover like, up like, a plot. You motherfucker, yeah. you did this yeah. explicitly for this reason. I'm like, smart, smart. But also, you there's no. So does Alan Alda end up uh, adopting the two sexy kids and now they're no. forced? Now they're adopted brother and sister. He now they can't dies fuck? at the end of the movie. Oh really? And yeah. his art collection goes on auction. But the first and they're both invited to this private auction that is all that is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Say so your mom's gallery. Yes, Bill. And his uh, mom helps run a uh, yeah cowboy art gallery. <laughs> uh, no, but the whole point is that he owns like Jackson Pollocks and like like all Picasso sorts of Picasso, like yeah. a, a lot of mo- pieces Pretty of good modern art for over the, the small last... town. Well, it's his wife. His wife was oh, that's right. is from Vienna that. yeah, and came yeah, over yeah, and blah yeah, blah. blah. Yeah. And he couldn't give her children, but he could give her art and all this shit. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they uh, at this auction, the first piece that is auctioned is this primitive painting that was done by a student of his wife because his wife became a teacher instead. Oh no, is it Pablo Picasso? Oh no, it's by some no name just some oh, okay, kid. Okay, okay, yeah. And it's just but it, but it's it's just some twist the they put movie. it on, they put it on. It's the first thing that goes in auction and no one fucking fucking wants it cuz it's nobody. It's not by anybody and it's not a very good piece and it's mm-hmm. just kind of weird. And so he starts at a thousand and then the bid just keeps going down 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 and the dude realizes the male love interest realizes like, "Oh, he knows that he heard the story about who painted it and he realized that it was Ruth, this man's wife." And he's like, "Oh, I want that. He's like, that deserves to be with someone who understands the importance of it. Yeah. And he bids on it. And they whoosh him off to sign the check. And of course, as soon as he signs the check, there's a stipulation in the will that whoever buys that piece gets the whole collection. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's like <laughs> North Carolina country bumpkin. I, I feel bad for anyone who had to fly in for that auction. <laughs> Wait, what kind of fucking auction is this? Yeah, I can write it off. It's <laughs> Did you know, like, can someone at least leak this? In, like, no. what the fuck? In a way, I kind of felt mad because That's I... That's actually kind of cute. I, like it, I did, ending. you know what? Because yeah. I was waiting, like, oh, well, he's going to die, obviously, and will all the art to them, obviously. I thought that that was Like, that's happen. what I thought was yeah. going to yeah. happen. But at the same time, like, that's so sh- cheesy because he just knows that... He doesn't really know them So does the shit. cowboy guy not have to cowboy anymore now that he owns all these paintings? He, he realizes at the end... Yeah, he realized at the end that his bull riding that confronting everything because he does confront all his fears and everything and he does everything he can and he realizes it doesn't really make it happen. <laughs> the movie was terrible. It was really so dumb. does he scoop his his girlfriend, his his lover? And like it just ends she doesn't disappear because he's just something like <laughs> he's, he runs she, to the auction. He just sets all the paintings on fire <laughs> while staring at her so angrily. So the, 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 yeah, the lady yes, and the of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, and okay. of course he get like they are on the art that collection. Like they start a museum that's like de- that's called because the, the two because Alan Alda and his wife are Ira and Ruth. Yeah. And so it's the Ira and Ruth Museum. It's it's really this it's kind of cool. Movies so rough. I saw it on cable in the middle of the afternoon. Like I'd be like this is bullshit, but now I'm invested. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's like, so yeah, manipulative. Like, it's so manipulative. 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 It's so 
I cast weeps. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys had a good time. We did. I wouldn't actually I recommend it to anybody. We spent 34 minutes talking about this movie. <laughs> I felt I wouldn't actually recommend it to yeah. anybody, but it no, was, but I enjoyed the experience of going to see it. And you got uh, like a 74-year-old uh, uh, year old guy sitting behind you guys going, why are these lesbians arguing <laughs> about this guy being in the hospital? <laughs> Bloodborne. Mm. Wait, did you guys see? So you guys saw Fast. You guys saw Furious no. Six this week. We started to watch it. We didn't get more than thirty minutes in. Uh, I lack the brain, the part of my brain that makes people like that's Fast and Furious movies and James Bond movies. I lack that part. I do. Not yeah. fully. You couldn't. And stick it for wasn't. Well, no. I mean, it's not. Part of it is like I just wasn't really enjoying it, it and I can't fun. really tell if I wasn't enjoying it. Because she wasn't enjoying it. These movies it. aren't necessarily great. That's the thing. I don't want to oversell because Fast and Furious movies are, are fun, but no, like I don't want to oversell. It. Like you're missing out on some kind of cultural. Moral, we watched. Though. We got to the fight. We Which got fight? to see um, Gina Carano. Um, That's like halfway through the movie, though. Okay, we we got to there. We got okay. that far, but I was really stopped paying saw the attention bones. after about you, thirty you, minutes. You missed and... a big fucking car chase on a I'll fucking airplane it. tarmac thing. Yeah. But yeah. So and also like like I like Luke Evans best when Luke Evans is not being an evil villain. I actually like him. What did you think of the rock in a little bit that you saw? He's adorable. Because okay, I only know Luke Evans. He plays Dracula in whatever Dracula oh, movie came out recently. Oh, he does play Dracula. And that's all I know him from. Just start referring to him as Because I was surprised. Because I think we saw we had seen a trailer where Luke Evans shows up or something. And you guys are like you guys were like, oh, he's hot. And I was like, oh, that's Fast and Furious villain. And no, that's... we don't. We're not attracted to Luke Evans. I think he's. I thought you guys had said something about like Luke Evans. I may have I observed. Mean, there's Luke Evans. And it turns out he's <laughs> like I wouldn't like you know back out. I wouldn't over cross the street to to fuck him. <laughs> state line. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. There was that one time when we told Tara and her husband that they needed to abduct Tom Hardy because he happened to be in town near them yeah. filming something. Anyway, <laughs> Phil. that Tom Hardy likes to wear a jump bracelet on his one arm or something A like jump that. bracelet? So, okay, so I started doing taxes this week. Okay. And because I have the Sling TV shit, I get to watch fucking cable now. And fucking, was it El Rey? They just played the Mad Max movies on a loop all fucking okay. week. Mm-hmm. Which is... Okay, if you're gonna do taxes, do them while watching Mad Max movies. Because <laughs> you know, they this make happen. Yeah, exactly. It really makes you so appreciative of paying for civil infrastructure. You're like, you know what? I'm glad I hate paying taxes, but if I live, if I if I live in a world where taxes are an option, and I don't have to live like these people. Yeah. I'm glad to pay fucking taxes. On the flip side, another channel was showing nothing but Godfather movies all week and watching that, and they, those are all about people who don't have to pay taxes, and they're like, and you're like, man. Like a fucking schnook had to pay my fucking taxes on the three dollars I make a year. Whereas these guys are fucking rich and they're just fucking eating olive oil and shit. Just was, straight. I'm just saying, oil. if you're doing taxes this week, throw in a Mad Max movie, you'll have a good fucking time. <laughs> so anyway, so like uh, with me watching a whole bunch of Mad Max right. stuff back to back. Um, well, you did. You made the. You made the. Uh, well, I made a post. Yeah, a post about the costuming stuff and about him from the first to the second to the third and how the how yeah the costume changes. the consistency in the costuming and like the events that happen and his clothes represent yeah. it because at the and end of the first neat. movie his leg gets run over so in the second movie he's got a leg brace yeah. made out of a truck tailgate of course he does and in the second at the end of the second movie his uh, the shoulder of his leather jacket gets ripped up and so you see in the third movie it's, it's actually been carefully been stitched back together yeah and it's like never pay you know call any attention to wear anything sure. like that and so that got me looking online for like uh 
online resources for people who try to recreate these costumes. Sure, you know, okay. There's all kinds of people yeah. doing it for cosplay yeah. and stuff like that. And so it's great to see people picking apart stills and stuff from the two Tom Hardy stuff to see yeah. where in Mad Max continuity this movie's supposed to... <laughs> is it supposed to be the same Mad Max? Is right. it reboot? Does it take place in continuity? And everyone's like narrowed it down to thinking this must take place between the second and third movies just because of the costuming stuff. Oh, really? Because they're pointing out there's very specific damage. The, the shoulder damage. I was talking about how his... Yeah. Sh- yeah. his l- 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 left shoulder of his jacket it's damaged at the end of the second movie gets stitched up for the third movie his costume does have that but mm. it doesn't have something from earlier so like, it's, it's funny to see all these nerds doing crazy because <laughs> Ma- Tom Hardy's Mad Max costume is not quite does not quite fit in line <laughs> the continuity of the Mad Max or Good. the Mel Gibson movies right. but oh, yeah, there's all kinds of photos they're like why why does this Mad Max always wear like a little it's supposed to be like a paratrooper bracelet or something oh, like sure. that there's a, t- a Tom Hardy just wears it all the time and it's part of his Mad Max costume it's just like this uh. little Essentially, it's a man scrunchie. Oh, it's it's a fucking uh, it's yeah, it's um, like a little tan scrunchie. Well, no, it's, it's like when you, when you it's like for survival shit. Yeah, where it's like the it's a cord like and you wear it bound. It's like braided as a bracelet, yeah. but then you have like a length of cord whenever you need it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I noticed it's all scrunched up. I didn't. Know yeah, it's specifically it's like it's like a specific so kind people of survival are trying, like, stuff. Okay, so when would Mel Gibson's man? Okay, assuming Mad Max is wearing this in <laughs> in the Tom Hardy movies. When does sure. Mad? Where does Max pick? this up and when did he lose it, it when he comes to Mel Gibson. <laughs> and you're just like, you're just like, like go to bed. Also, he's got a backpack in this movie and everyone's like, where did he get the backpack from? And he's like, like Patagonia. Exactly which make a backpack it is for cosplaying sure, purposes. Sure. And it's got like this fucking like recycling like a water waste bladder on the back. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just funny to see. Awesome. Especially I military nerds. Yeah. Trying to figure out because a lot I of love... stuff is like recycled military yeah. sure, like surplus stuff. And yeah. so, I don't know. Mad Max nerds. costuming stuff was a big nerds. thing on my That's this adorable. Week. Yeah, lots of pictures of Tom Hardy like zoomed in onto his wrist to see what he's wearing <laughs> all this shit. It's fucking hilarious. Don't um, tell me butt burn. Butt burn. I mean butt burn. Finally, that oh, game is good. Yeah. Do you guys want to borrow it? No. No. Just no, to see more of Lee, just to save no. for 10 seconds. No. We play butt burn. No, we're back to playing Dragon Age Inquisition yeah. again. How do you guys have been playing that? Well, we, well, I thought, I didn't we have been really playing stopped. it nonstop since November on yeah. and off. Yeah. Yeah. It's only in the last three weeks that we've got busy. Had you been playing something else or just life intrude? Just life intruded. Just life intruded. Yeah. So. Uh, we finally really got good. back to our stuff. Yeah, Bloodborne. Bloodborne, it's crazy. You like you you turn into you can turn into a baby or something like that. Is <laughs> the story is the that ending is weird? Bonkers. Have you seen anything about the ending? No, I know nothing about the lore of Bloodborne. So Bloodborne, Bloodborne takes place in Spoilers a city. Spoilers for Bloodborne. It's yeah. a city that was founded by like this church. Okay. That okay. Uh, so, so somehow this church that wound up getting in touch with these eldritch Cthulhu gods mm-hmm. and somehow getting some blood from this these elder Cthulhu gods and started like using it for communion with people. Okay. And they found out this blood like when you give it to other people like that will heal them of any kind of like illnesses they have and stuff and actually mm-hmm. give people prolonged life, but if you use it too much, you mm-hmm. start turning into monsters. Okay. Mm. And so there's a whole thing about how this is the this community, this church has been tricked into turning its entire population into monsters because mm. the Eldritch gods are trying to reborn its their leader okay. into human form. Sure. And for the longest time you think that like they're trying to make a baby that's not you, but it turns out the baby is you and that's how you have all these superpowers in the game because uh, you're technically you you're, are the you're the reincarnation god. of this reborn you're god thing. Born. And so you have to submit yourself to being executed by the like bad guys at the end. You, there's three different really? endings. But that's what's happened to me. So like I allowed myself to be executed. Huh. 
Yeah, because, you know, it was a Eldritch. So it's kind That's of crazy ending. Kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the last boss in the game is the this thing called, it, like, this the, the wet nurse, which is supposed to bring into being, like, is that weird, the like, birthing of this thing? god. And you find out, like, oh, my God, the god is me. Like, me, yeah. like, me killing the wet nurses is actually allowing me to get the final bit of power and I need to become this Eldritch god. So you have to submit yourself, like, okay, before oh. I can do that, I have to let myself die. It's crazy. The game's fucking bonkers, but it was fun. Yeah. I didn't think I'd put that much time into it, but I played it for 40 fucking hours. <laughs> It's one of those things where I didn't even realize I was getting towards the end. Yeah. And suddenly the game stopped and I was like, I guess that is the ending. Jesus Christ. And I didn't like put together the pieces about the story until it was over. I was like, oh yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, you were saying Fulton? Nothing. That's Love actually more. kind of a great premise for yeah, a game. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not telling. And I do any game where they actually make the fact that why well, you have superpowers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They where, actually give you superpowers. And it's not just like a bullshit. Ex- uh, uh. Well, it's so many games you just take for granted that you have superpowers. Exactly. You can yeah. do kind of crazy shit. Like in the Dark Souls games, that would, uh, this, this is one of them, you always have this thing where you can suck up other people's souls and become more fa- powerful. Sure. Like in this game, they actually give, like, there's an, ex- like, you find out in the story why you can do that and no one else can. Right. It's part of the story because you're like a born eldritch god that takes sure. power from other people. And, sure. Uh, that's kind of cool. It's a little clever. That's interesting. Bloodborne is nice. Good job, Bloodborne. You don't fight too many spiders. <laughs> nope. You don't find out. So, okay, so these the people brought this eldritch blood stuff into the world. Uh-huh. Also have, like, this college. And you find out, like, the leader of this college, he willingly, when he found out about some kind of secret, he turned himself into a giant spider larvae. And turns out he's a guy, but you have to kill him. And... It's, yeah, but not too many. That actually gave me, like, full body, like, pre-vomit <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of body horror, but that if you ever play the game, you only have to get past that part of the game. <laughs> the guy turns into Spider-Larva. I Larva. hate that every game with a vague fantasy element what will have spiders. Because even me, because you're fighting, like, werewolves and shit like that at the beginning yeah. of the game, I'm thinking, uh, like, because every game I play, really, I'm kind of, like, part of me is thinking, I'm, I'm still mad that fucking game. Uncharted had spiders yeah. in it. Fucking Brutal Legend? Yeah, one of the yeah. first goddamn bo- god- bosses. Fucking, oh, all the Dragon Age games. And so every game uh, I ever play that I like, Mass Effect? that I run into spiders. Well, the Rachni. The Rachni. Uh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. I always get a little like, oh, Lanny's never going to touch this. Or even if she does like it, she's never going to get past this part. Unless Foley plays it for her. Which, so. you know, is now a valid thing that can happen. <sighs> yeah. There is a great thing in the first, in the very first Dark Souls game, because mm-hmm. there's spider shit in there. You yeah. go underground and there's a whole thing. And so in the Dark Souls games, they have, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but they have a thing where you can leave messages and advice for other people yeah, playing the yeah. game. And... Uh, but the way you leave messages, you can't just write whatever you want. There's a pre-baked, like, phrases. It's yeah. like Mad Libs. Pre-baked phases where you can swap out, like, the verbs and nouns. Sure. Stuff like that. Okay. And before you go fight this giant spider boss, which is actually half-woman. She's like, you know, naked, naked lady not? from the waist sure. up. Because you know, it's a fucking video game. Yeah. Um, the advice thing that people would leave right before you walk into her dun- her dungeon would be, Great chest ahead. <laughs> Because they're in the chest. They're talking about treasure chest. Yeah, but they're they're abusing it because she's she's running out their titties out and stuff. That was I was so fucking juvenile. But every time I go back there, especially because like you can't like it took me eighteen times tries to beat that fucking boss because it gives a heart. So every time I come back, great chest ahead. And someone else had written a new note of like amazing chest ahead and just that's stupid. Oh, those games are fucking hilarious though. But that was good. I that's why I feel really welcome in the game community. Bill's talking yeah. about Better Call Saul. It's only spiders and tits and <laughs> yeah, sexist like jokes. Yeah. Uh, Bill told me about Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul also ends with you find out Saul's an eldritch <laughs> baby <laughs> demon. A lot of things in the end are kind of consistent. Anytime.
anytime anyone says the title of that show, Better Call Saul, yeah. I'm like, is, is it a seasoning? <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like words. It sounds like a food. It just sounds like it's all like it, it's like my you brain. Put on a burger. <laughs> my brain hears it as one long contiguous sentence. Oh I, man. Okay, speaking of real quick, played a little more of that second episode of Life is Strange. I haven't. I fucking hate that game, so I couldn't get very far into it. But there's a scene Good in the diner. Only three more episodes once you're done with the second <laughs> Fuck. one. I, there's a part in the diner where you get this close zoom up of a bottle of mayonnaise. <laughs> no, no, no. Excuse me. It looks like a French's yellow mustard container, yeah, it like does. that very specific thing except it's it says on it mayo clinic but it's yellow but it's yellow and i'm like are you making I a joke I about saw, mayonnaise i think i mayo saw clinic yellow what it's mustard i think i may have seen a screen cap where it was essentially like they had a thing of mayo and a thing of ketchup backwards yeah. but it was this right design but the colors were swapped yeah. it was yeah. wrong thing and i think someone was joking about how am i living in a fucking alternate reality fucking where this is correct mayo clinic i was so <laughs> mad <laughs> anyway continue bill uh, better call did Saul. you finish that episode no. The second episode? No. That bad, huh? It's kind of like like being stuck. It's just so the writing is so bad. Something. Like you're talking to a fisherman who is who is trying to spread education about the fact that the there the yeah, fishermen are losing rights this. and everything, and the, he says, buy Neptune's beard. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> These are Steven Universe characters, but like not like in it's, the way there's no so self-awareness. Yeah, no, it would be so much more interesting if it just was a really nicely done Steven Universe game. Like try, <laughs> and the thing is like I Magic do like the, the aesthetic they're going for like the kind of painterly yeah. aesthetic oh, they're going pretty. for and I saw, like I saw it's just the worst writing the worst writing so I was working through I'm still working through linearly going through Steven Universe and I got yeah. Sugalite last night yeah Nicki Minaj Nicki fucking Minaj Nicki Minaj don't want to spoil it because I know some people who watch Steven Universe haven't, haven't got like you know the, no, they're, they're wearing spoilers but Sugalite I was like what the fuck amazing. Um, yeah. did you see the new episode this week too with yeah the, where they uh, Song for Steven yeah is it Story for Steven Story for Steven Excuse me. Yeah, you get to well, see those quarts and a shirt. He does sing. It's She's so, so cute. cute. So cute. He's like, you're wearing a shirt. Oh, yeah, Blood Tell Better Call Saul. Call Saul. Have you guys heard about it? Do you guys even carry even I know vaguely... it is a spinoff of You could watch it. You don't Breaking have to watch Bad Breaking Bad. Bad. It's the first season ended Bob last this week. Yeah. yeah. How guys... is it? It's good. You it first it? ended really nicely. Yeah. It kind of ends with a weird left turn of a story thing mm-hmm. at the very, like, very end of the last episode you know, that aired this week. But it's still, if you go back and think about it, like, it's still character-driven, but it's still a little bit out of left field a little yeah. bit. But, yeah. I don't know, it's, 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 it's really interesting because they make this but character, just, Saul, really uh-huh. sympathetic because on Breaking Bad, he's a real slimy lawyer yeah. guy. And they did a really good job of making this character, it, I, despite the, the fact that the show is called Better Call Saul, it's actually, his real name is uh, Jimmy McGill, and he's this lawyer who's, uh, he's actually worked himself up from the, um the mailroom at his brother's law firm and trying mm-hmm. to be a lawyer and he's trying to do good this yeah. whole first season of the show is him trying to do the good thing yeah. and getting kicked in the teeth for it so yeah. you can kind of see why at some yeah. point he's going to say fuck it yeah. you know what life wants to treat me like shit I'm just going to be a fucking asshole right back Sure. and you kind of see it's kind of getting yeah. towards that point so it's not necessarily fun viewing yeah. but it's still pretty it's it's good yeah. nice characters and yeah Bob Odenkirk's fucking hilarious in yeah. it. And... I know many people find him to be beloved. We got up on Vikings this week. Yes. Is it over? Man, there are two more episodes left this season, and they you could tell they saved a lot of money for this episode because... Um, is this when they finally attacked Paris? They attacked Paris yeah, this is what they've been going, yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because there have been some shots earlier where I'm like, this looks pretty rough. But it, they were clearly <laughs> saving everything for this. It's still not, like, the, it's not going to, like, blast your eyes out of your socks. Paris is like recognizably that, but... Paris? I mean, like... I mean, well, at the time, Paris was just... the. the Islands, like it's a walled yeah. city on the island. So it's like a little village, right? 
it's a walled it's a, it's a walled, walled city, city on an island. Is it walled city? Okay, yeah. that's, those yeah. are the words we just that's, said. I mean, that's, <laughs> Not like a walled city. No, okay. it's, a, it's, no, it's, it's a walled city. There's no Notre Dame. The whole point is that it's no, like... No, not at that point. Technically, this is a real crazy prequel to Moulin Rouge. <laughs> it is. It is. You really think about it. deep. Lady, <laughs> Lady Marmalade. No, it was interesting. The way they handled this, this siege, because the whole episode was pretty much this attack. And it was oh. really nicely done. I don't know. It was brutal. No, it was and good. It was good. The like the 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 way they handled blood and gore to the degree that they could, I thought was really well done. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, it was good. They did some really good character stuff. It made me cry because I thought they killed another one of my favorite characters. But maybe I'm assuming I'm assuming they haven't gotten rid of uh, your favorite lady yet. Lagatha? Okay. The one that ends up showing Man, up on all I, the goddamn I, stuff I, I was I'm totally really, with you. I'm really mad about Lagatha, because she's one of the most interesting characters in the show. As the show begins, she's Ragnar, the protagonist's wife. And then he fucks, fucks her, her over, over, and she goes, fuck you, because you can, and Viking Times divorces him, and goes off and becomes a Jarl. Like, she becomes her own Jarl. Yeah. And then she, while she's off raiding, her right hand serps her. And so this season is all kind of her stewing over the fact that she's had, she's had this shit. Right. And because she, she goes to Ragnar and she goes, we're going to go and kick his ass and make him give me my Yaldum back because you're mm-hmm. my ally. And basically Ragnar goes, you're cute. And sure enough, they go. And he just makes a deal with that Jarl. And so Lagertha, because she doesn't have the power, to, she has no power at this point, she just kind of has to deal with it. So she's getting screwed over by those guys. Right, it's, it's... And then, hold on. They go to England, right? And yeah. she fucks the English king, and they kind of have a relationship. And she heads the village that they have they got as a reward for aiding the king. So she leaves to go on this raiding trip. And while they're gone, the English king kills everyone in their village and takes it back. So literally every man, which is, which she keeps true. fucking men of power who then betray her. Yeah. That is three it times is on this show. Three times. Is this like a lazy storytelling thing? You think they're I making a point about lack of power because she's a woman and right in society? I really feel like they're not consciously doing it. No. Okay. I feel like it's just kind of like the way the story is going and she just keeps getting dicked over. I mean, at least this last episode you see her, like the, this Jarl who usurped her comes up as I desire you and she goes, she's like, I, I want desire to, I will fuck you, but know that I'm going to kill you one day. And mm-hmm. if you're okay with that, then we can fuck. Yeah. It was a great <laughs> moment. Like, was that's awesome. something, but I just you wish can, you they can put your dick do... in me, but no, I'm going to put a knife in you at some point. Yeah, yeah so. it's just like I need. I want her to do something other than fuck men who betray her. Like that's all mm-hmm. I want from this show. I hope it'll. I hope it'll happen. How many? So there's two episodes left. Two episodes left. I really do enjoy I that show. It's a like, good time. I know she seems to be a beloved character, not even by you guys, but like, yeah. like oh, fan yeah, favorite no, character. So she's be, a badass. I assume she gets some kind of come up and set by the end of the season. She, I keep waiting for her to go kill Bill and everyone. Yeah. But you know, but here's the thing. One of the things that Ragnar says is that he says like never anger, like be wary a patient man because mm-hmm. like a patient man's vengeance will sneak up on you and kick your ass. And I'm hoping that she's playing the long she's game a patient man, too. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm hoping that she'll, she's just gonna fuck over everybody and just peel out <laughs> like flames all around her into the sunset. Uh, so, do, are you guys watching this on iTunes? Uh, we bought it the season pass on Amazon. We don't oh, do okay. iTunes anymore because oh, that's right. Because after you totally opted out of the uh, the Apple infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're it's a really so fun I guess show. you guys aren't watching. Well, you guys, well, you guys have not cared about Game of Thrones in forever. Fuck Game of Thrones. <laughs> it starts out tonight. I'm just saying Game of Thrones. No, I'm glad y'all ex- enjoy it. I like smiling too much to read any more or partake of any more George R. R. Martin bullshit. There's not much left to do. I'm curious. What the fuck are they gonna do this season? Not mm, everyone just playing golf. I guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, is this running out officially, of stuff? Like, this is. I would imagine by the end of the season they're going to be out of books. Did they stuff. have they done all this? What are they called? The sand snakes. Sand or snakes. That's this season. Okay, so yeah. there's a lot of that at least. Well, they said they've actually cut out most of that <laughs> stuff. Thank so, God. So, <laughs> well, that's what a lot of people are like because I, I enjoyed I, it because I only read up to the end of the third book. So this I is enjoyed all the. It should be sand vipers. I think they're called. Like I enjoyed In all show, that I think stuff. Sand snakes. Yeah. But I think they they it's just weird for a book where you're really invested in all the shit to suddenly have a book entirely about these characters that you never heard of before. Well, that's what a lot of people have been asking. Like, how much? Because, like, the, you know, they're like, Cause the, the show showrunners have been like, okay, we're going to have these characters. And the fans are like, how much of these characters <laughs> are you going to have? And they're like, no, we're still going to keep it focused on Westeros and the characters yeah. that you love. Yeah. We're going to yeah. introduce new characters. They're going to be melded in, but it's not going to suddenly be like a season and a half of suddenly like, Fuckers you never heard of before. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to so. make the no, same no. mistakes as somebody's book. It's just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I yeah. get what he's trying to do, but Jesus Christ. Especially because the Sand Snakes are just, like, getting vengeance for a character who just shows up randomly just, like, he, just to die, just to pretty much introduce these characters. It's, <sighs> like, even in the show, it's a little, like, okay, I'm the not politics, sure why I'm supposed to be investing these people to some that respect, much. The politics in that, in that book series, though that seems to be what gets him hard, mm-hmm. is, like, yeah. the least interesting thing to me. Yeah. But you get get you get fucking Deep Space Nine Doctor on the show now. Get oh, really? This year, this year, this year, he plays the daddy of the Sand oh. Snakes. So I'm just saying. So he's he's that, got his little beard. Poorly for him, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Spoiler for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, spoilers, no, I can't it's remember. badly for everyone. I assume that everyone's dead. You know what? <laughs> There's so little of the books left. They may never. He may not even died in the books yet. Just because he's probably getting introduced. Wow. So yeah, yeah. Get but up, I, like, I, like, I like that guy. Man, he's gotten. Man, he is. The, what is his name? How do you? Uh, pronounce? fucking. It's isn't it Elfat? Siddig. Siddig. When Deep Space Nine started, he was Alexander Siddig. Now it's yeah, it's he reverted back to his not non anglicized name. Yeah, but yeah. But man, he's handsome. And he's only gotten well, the best more parts handsome. of Kingdom of Heaven too. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. I haven't seen him in too much stuff beyond Star Trek, but the couple things I've seen him in he's, he's been pretty He showed good. up in a in a couple of things that we've watched. And, and I just every single time I'm just like Bruh. He's uh, Kira's baby mama. He is. He tapped that ass. He did literally tap figuratively. That. He yeah. tapped he tapped that ass and ruined that marriage. Did he? I think she was married at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, because I know they got married eventually anyway. Yeah, Dr. Mm-hmm. Bashir and Kira. Did she but... just run circles around you with some Trek lore there? I don't know. Did I don't think that much attention. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure That's Kira's my baby. I'm so proud of her. Uh, Bill, tell me about HBO Go. Oh, so, okay, so. Or HBO Now. HBO Now, the free HBO. Not HBO the free, Go but... Now. Go, go <laughs> Now. Well, that's what's confusing to me in my brain. So okay. they announced that, you know, you can just buy HBO Now. You can get it without a subscription to cable okay. or HBO or anything. Fifteen bucks a month. Smart. Uh, so I signed up for the free trial. Yeah. Uh, and also just happened that we actually got free HBO just a couple weeks ago because Comcast was like, "Oh yeah, we'll actually make your." Uh, we only we don't get any cable in the house. We just mm-hmm. pay, sure. Comcast is. Did I mention this on the podcast before? Yeah. About how yeah they they offered to actually lower the price of our internet if we accepted free HBO and basic cable for a year. So he said, "Fuck yeah!" So that means not only do we get like broadcast HBO upstairs, but we also get access to HBO Go. Mm-hmm. And so I got to try that out the day before HBO Now came out. Turns out they are exactly the same fucking thing. Yeah. When they first announced this HBO Go thing, they were like, "This is going to give you access to all right. every bit of HBO content, past, present, and future." Mm-hmm. And no, it doesn't. It yeah. gives you they, they you can watch all the HBO original uh, program they've cooked up pretty much since the Sopranos started since like okay. the golden age of HBO mm-hmm. started up like fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. but there's no like Fraggle Rock, mm-hmm. there's no like fucking brain games no. or real sex or brain teasers so it's or like total bullshit. It's, <laughs> it's only a monstrous amount of content. <laughs> 
for 15. But and I feel like there's no like Tales from the Crypt or like there's yeah. like a whole HBO had a lot of great programming before the fucking Sopranos is all I'm saying. You just go in there you throw your TV out the window and go I was promised Fraggles! <laughs> yeah. I was I can't believe how psyched I was to like maybe watch some Fraggles and like no it's only fucking Tony Soprano and Game of Thrones and Silicon Valley and all these other shows burp, really burp. it's only all the wire and a fucking <laughs> Oz and fucking man I saw so I have, a, the I have an Android and it, they have these cards where they look at article they, they look at your search history and they present to you information relevant based on your search history and they had an article about the next season of Silicon Valley I've not watched the show but for whatever reason I was interested and I clicked on it and I saw the head the top of the article was an editor's note that it had been corrected that the um, one of the characters on Silicon Valley was not played by an actor who also starred on the big oh theory. I said that got tweeted right before we started broadcasting yeah uh, the uh, the Pakistani guy yeah they, like he was not he is not actually yeah the oh, slight writer confused the Pakistani guy from uh, yeah Silicon Valley with the uh, with the Indian guy from uh, Big Bang Theory they're Wolf. practically the same show anyway <laughs> They're about a bunch of fucking nerds. Silicon Valley is actually pretty fucking hilarious. I've heard that it's good. It's Mike Judge. Mike Judge is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, TV. In summation, TV. Do you guys care about Men Men? Mm-mm. No, we haven't cared about Men Men for the duration only, of this podcast. And I only vaguely care about um, Christina Hendricks' breasts. Oh, man. They're amazing. The, so they, They're that buoyant. came back this week, too. Like if she if she if she fell out of an airplane, mm-hmm. she'd be safe for numerous reasons. But then if she it was a waterborne landing, she'd be man. For a while. I feel like normally in her most circumstances, I'm totally on top of that, agreeing with you. But like this, like even this latest episode, for a while that she'd gone through the show without anyone making wisecracks. You know, because the whole are they about talking sexism. about her boobs a lot? Well, they had kind of quieted down a little bit because she had like gained respect within the show and stuff. Yeah. There's a whole new thing with the new yeah. episode that came out last week where like her arc is like See, I know every time she meets a new client, yeah. there's this risk of like someone's gonna start tearing apart because of a woman yeah. and specifically because she's got giant tits. Yeah, and that was yeah. pretty much was exactly the jokes <laughs> which is yeah. fine. Making. They were making Excellent. her face. They're not in the really meeting. jokes. I appreciate them and think yeah. they're beautiful. Oh, I only know. I only know. <laughs> No, no, that's my only context too. I just watch more of the show, but I don't. No, no, no. How are you? How are you enjoying the new season? It's only one episode, and most of it was just people making fun of (laughs) me. So just, I'm just saying because, like, yeah, they're not. Are they wrong? No, it's just kind of like, but it does end with her saying she wants to burn this whole fucking uh, industry down. So you're kind of like, yeah, yeah. which is good. And there's only like six episodes left, so she's gonna start burning shit down. She's gonna start doing this. See, that's what I wanted to happen in the season of Vikings. There you go. Which kind of me nuts. I'm sorry, I like boobs. You're allowed to like boobs. No, Christina Hendricks would be the first person to admit she has fantastic fucking breasts. I think she's insured her own breasts. I hope so. So it's not like, yeah. But it's one of those things where on the show you're like, oh my god. Because sometimes you won't show up for episodes and then she'll show back up again and she'll like, oh man, look at them titties. And then suddenly something happens where somebody will say something about her titties and then you're like, I feel bad now for saying about her titties. (laughs) But then like the show's over and then you're like, I want to masturbate. Where's pictures of Christina Hendricks? And then you're watching the show again. It gets us to walk or I've been there fully. <laughs> when you're watching the show, you're like, she's not just about her breasts. But then, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Oh, so. oh, buds. Okay, with that, <laughs> we're going to take a break. <laughs> and and, we'll and be apparently, back. apparently, masturbate. And we're back for <laughs> the week. The breasts are like roller coasters. It's like ups of hills okay, and valleys. Ups we're going to be back oh, for the oh, week. We review. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to hell. <laughs> Thank God Christina Hendricks does not listen to this one. 
Saturday's Supercade will return after these messages. Ronald McDonald in Dreamy Breakfast. This morning it seems Ronald's having a dream. Time for breakfast, Bertie. Oh, boy, hot cakes. Hop make hot cakes. After him, Bertie. You betcha. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Whoops. Gotcha. Hotcake syrup and butter. Plus juice and milk. Breakfast. A dream come true. <laughs> and you. Alexander Sadig's full name is Sadig, and I apologize for butchering it right now. Sadig El Tahir El Fadil El Sadig Abdurrahman Muhammad Ahmed Abdul Karim El Mahdi. So that's a stage name, right? That's His real name is awesome Larry Finkel. Name. So he also goes by Sadig El Fadil. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what. He uh, did that for like. Deep Space Nine after last, like three seasons. Um, yeah. Last, like, last Good out of him. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's, he's a neat. He's. I like him. Well, I like him. As, as, as soon as he realized Deep Space Nine wasn't just going to be a flash in a pan and he could actually stick around for a while, he said, fuck it. If, the, if I'm going to have this job, I'm going to actually go by my real name and yeah. actually be forward about who I am. So. And I. I, I He's he's one of those people that the the older he got the more the more handsome he got because young baby those, him yeah but like him with a I hope his character I don't know if they ever show what his character's like twenty years after Deep Space Nine he's also similarly like a little more put together because the yeah. whole point of his character was that he was young callow dipshit yeah. yeah and even as an actor he's a little bit of a young you know kind of yeah. like hello he's I'm yeah, British he was, he was interesting I remember I'd be interested to watch Deep Space Nine again now like as an adult. Um, and not just somebody who had a huge crush on Kira. Uh, but yeah, to I watch I feel it, bad to supposedly she cray cray a little bit, I guess. Uh, That's yeah. what I heard. She had those yeah. weird YouTube videos where she acts a little like, a little bit, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, Broadway does that to you. Yeah. Theater. Life, life theater. Yeah. Life theater ruins your brain. Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it'd be kind of interesting, but he's, he's fantastic and I'm glad that he has, uh has continued a career and has done some really neat some really He's the only one you really see in anything because you don't see anyone else from that show really like. Avery Brooks, has been, a, Avery Brooks has been in a few things. Speaking Avery... of someone being cray-cray. <laughs> supposedly. Not cray. I hate to say not crazy, but he's eccentric. The last thing I remember Avery Brooks being in was American History X. Yeah. Well, that seems to be that and he was on Hawk the Slayer. Not Hawk the Slayer. He was on fucking TV show stuff. Oh, okay. And it, so it's pretty much that American History Action Deep Space Nine that he's most yeah. famous for. But yeah. um, Give me Kate Mulgrew any day. Yeah, Kate Mulgrew's got that book out. Who I know was uh, not. I, I, am, I am morbidly interested in checking. Well, she was. She was Jane Way, man. But yeah, man, I would love to see if they did like like what's happening on the on the space station 20 years from now. Just to see what's up. That'd be weird. Yeah. That'd be weird. I think that one of the nicest people off of that show had to be the guy that played Quark. Oh, that's right, because you met him. I have. I, you had. I, I had did Taco you Bell. have like Taco Bell? I with had him. Taco Bell with him. What's the out. story on that? I was working theater. He did a summer stock show. Um, he and his wife Kitty, and they were both really fantastic people. You were in Southern California, so this. No, probably... no, 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 no. I was up. I was actually up in Oregon. Oh, they, really? They did a. Um, yeah. Um, they did a show, and they did like a two a two person show together, and um, they were they were both really wonderful and really sweet. And this one afternoon, I was hollering at people, was like, "Who wants to go get lunch?" And um, and he's like, "We're." He just kind of turns around, and I'm not expecting him to. And he turns around, and he's like, "Where are you going?" And I was like, "Oh, I was just gonna go to Taco Bell." And he's like, "Oh my god, I really want a chalupa." <laughs> And then so we went. He's like he's in my shitty. Just, he's in my shitty truck. I remember him being like, "I go for a chalupa." <laughs> so yeah, but it was we drove in my shitty truck, and and uh, and he came with, and it was because it was just me picking up food for a bunch of people. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody got their food, and then we sat on the tailgate of my truck, parked outside the theater, eating Taco Bell, 
and talking about like he's talking about the show and talking about the tech for it and then he's like cool kid it was real fun was this while he was doing like Buffy and, and... probably yeah because you said this is like late 90s right yeah. which would have been right in the middle of him yeah doing Buffy and Deep Space Nine and stuff yeah or it might have been it might have been early early 2000s did you say so like he, re- he really loves his wife too or something or, yeah, I can't remember if that was you talking about like they're super sweet his like wife Muffy or something like that he's Kitty. like Kitty that's his what wife's name is yeah. Kitty Muffy alright alright shit this is a good time <laughs> sounds like a sweet he's a sweet dude oh, he's that truck and crash that Andrew well, you guys on the way to talk so, yeah. that would have really wait Andrew that Ryan Andrew, yeah he was the voice from Andrew Ryan Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's Annie participating. <laughs> Andrew Ryan being the villain from the first Bioshock game, but yeah, just, just him, took me a moment to remember. Yeah, him and Sam Elliott. A man else. chooses a chalupa. <laughs> You know, hey everybody, did you know? Did you know that this is a geek weekend? Review? That's a Steven Universe episode. I want to see where you're Steven and it's Armin Shimmerman. Have you met anyone else famous? Um, you've never gone to you've never gone to Sam Elliott's house. So you've never met Catherine. We've met Catherine. We have Ross. met we Catherine. Told Ross. Well, that's it. That's the, the thing. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's the three gems you're hanging out with. So, yeah, turns out Sam Elliott's a, a fusion of. There's no, I can't. I you get. It's a good first couple half of Bolivian joke, dwarfs. But I don't know what <laughs> that half of that joke is. So I'm gonna read the Geek Week interview. Okay. Hey everybody! All six Star Wars movies were released digitally on Friday for ninety dollars, complete with edited end of credits Empire fanfare, replacing these 20th Century Fox fanfare. Yeah. So ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. The same price as if you pay if you bought them on Blu-ray. Nope. $90. Actually, more expensive because I think you can find the Blu-ray for like fifty bucks. Ninety dollars. Wow. Yeah, uh, Disney. <sighs> Disney kind of going. Oh, well, that's not the way digital is supposed to work. But I guess no. they're assuming. Well, I don't know. It is how digital if you're works. Though. Hardcore Star Wars fan, you probably already own these movies either no. legally or otherwise. Yeah. And but who's gonna? What casual fan is gonna go? Oh, ninety dollars. I'm gonna buy all well, all the Star Wars movies. We last week. Um, we had a rough day. We wanted to watch something goofy and fun, so we actually download. We rented Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. It's a fun, dumb movie. It's kind of dumb guy movie that I sometimes have a craving for. And um, we're like, okay, well, let's watch Twenty Two Jump Street. Not available for rent. What? Only available for purchase for twenty dollars. Yeah. Did you? No. Do That's anything? how a lot of digital shit works. Wait, where was it from Amazon? You were looking at? I was like, no, I looked everywhere. Yeah. Ever if it, it was not available for rent anywhere. That's about it is only available for buy for twenty dollars. What the fuck? We were meeting Super like, let's nice. go to the fucking grocery store and buy it on DVD. That's when you're like, let's $8. get like an IP masker. Fucking go to the internet. <laughs> I know. If they're gonna be, yeah. Instance, I'm like, fuck you. It's like, do not pay me, charge me that much for digital content. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah, that just feeds right into. Well, I mean, that's my suggestion, but it feeds right into piracy. Where at a certain yeah. point, like, it's almost easier just to like figure out how to pirate it than it is to, like. Because the thing is, we it. are people with cash in hand. Yeah, like we're a dual income household who really believes that we should pay for media we enjoy. Yeah. Like we fucking just bought quote unquote season three of Steven Universe on Amazon for twenty dollars <laughs> because like really we all, we want to contribute money yeah. into things we care about. Yeah. And I'm like, I was ready to rent that fucking movie twenty dollars. You were gonna stay up till eleven. Fuck. Then we went to bed at nine, <laughs> and it was lovely. Actually, Damn, it was man, I've last couple nights in a row I've gotten to bed at like ten o'clock, mm-hmm. which to me is pretty early. 
that's like, oh man, we sometimes know, it's, we, we sometimes go to bed at like 7.30 or 8. Yeah. Uh, and, just like, and I don't even mean like, we light outside. wink. No, I mean like, we're asleep. Unconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, straight so, up. Star Wars. Also, yeah, these are special editions, so it's not even like the original versions. Bill, I can't remember what the end of Empire sound, sounds like. Oh, it's just like, okay. Instead of the 20th Century Fox opening, which a lot of people are freaking out, this is the first time you've, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, instead of that, it's literally George Lucas with the kazoo. I saw a lot of people bitching about how oh, people care more about corporations. And I'm like, fuck you. That's not what it is. Yeah, you're not sitting there going, oh man, how dare they fucking impact Fox's stock like this? No, it's part of the ritual of watching Star Wars. Exactly. From just a form factor, that is part of the identifying thing. That that what gets you hyped going. It's funny that it actually is a time, fanfare that's I only thought that was the Star Wars intro. I did not well, that's know. What, for most yeah. people, that's what that that's is. That's what it is. And uh. so, although it's mostly it's still in the first movie because there's a whole thing where, because uh, Fox actually, you know, financed the first right. Star Wars movie, and it wasn't until George Lucas, he started making the sequels, that he financed them himself, which right. get to, got to keep the copyright because they were right. literally his movies. So uh, Disney was, was not able to buy Star Wars outright the first Star Wars movies outright from for, from mm. Fox and so that's why they still every time they want to put out a new, like the first Star Wars movie again they mm. have to like come back and like the, the Fox name has to be on there they have to yeah. renegotiate and stuff like interesting. that so, so, yeah, Not so, really interesting at least with the first Star Wars movie <laughs> kind of well, it's, like, yeah. it's like very interesting <laughs> until they remake the first Star Wars movie they don't have to do that again uh, but, yeah. we can review uh, did you know that Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane is dead he's dead do you he care did. about this from Dukes of Hazard? Oh, I don't know if you guys are young enough. You've ever seen the Dukes of Hazzard. I, I know you guys know I, what it is. Yeah, but yeah, I know what it is. And there's a there's a what's what do you call the a General Lee? That, yeah, that rides around. Oh, and here. so there's like an insurance co- commercial out now. It's it's the Dukes of Hazzard guys running around the General Lee, taking great pains not to show that it's a fucking Confederate flag yeah. with the words General Lee on the top of the yeah. car. So it's kind of funny to see them in the General Lee, all shot lower, yeah, like angled or something covering the roof of the car. So oh, it's not like, wow. we're not totally racist, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, Sheriff uh, Roscoe Pete Coltrane. You started saying sheriff, dead. and all I heard was share, and I was like, "What happened to share? <laughs> she's still alive." Yeah, she's still alive and feisty. Uh, Stan Freeberg. <laughs> That's the tale of her fucking <laughs> alive and feisty. <laughs> Not dead, still kicking. Stan Freeberg is dead. He's most pa- famous to Bill for, and then there's a YouTube link. Click on the link. Turn up. This, this is gonna make for real good video. <laughs> it will because it's I, I specifically chose this video. Comedian and writer right. during like the mid century, like funny to say mid century, but like the yeah. 50s and 60s, he had a famous routine of he put out a lot of comedy albums okay. and stuff on vinyl. One of his famous routines was John and Marcia. Oh, just sure, two yeah. minutes of, of two people just saying their names to each other while they're making out and yeah. tells a little story of yeah. John Marcia. Yeah, and all that. <laughs> yeah. He did that. And okay, the, yeah. And so, but he was also a voice actor for uh, Looney Tunes. And yeah. he did Pete Pooh, who's the yeah. Victorian, like, duh. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> fucking 
love that. Such, it's a really good joke. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, hey, you little bunny. Uh, <laughs> he did other characters too. Actually, sure. if you look up the, the, the Warner Brothers characters that he voiced, they all tended to be really kind of messed up characters. <laughs> I'm glad to see that was a special day. But he, I thought he, had, I thought this is one of those guys who died like 20 how years ago. How is he still alive? Yeah, because he had to have been like 110. How, yeah, that's how we felt. He did his most famous King. work 60 years ago. 110. Shit, what? son. Did you just say, wait, did you just say he was 110? Oh, that's what he must have been. He was 88. Like <laughs> Somehow he just beat the poem when he was like 15. Man, He's born in 1926. Eight God years damn. older than Alan Woof. Alda. <sighs> Woof. All the age. Oh, man. West Wing, speaking of which. Yeah. Gotta go back on it. Gotta go on it. What else? What else, indeed? Arrested Development is supposedly coming back for another 17 episodes at some yet undetermined time. Really? Yeah, producer just mentioned it on some kind of interview or with the NPR or something this week. So, specifically, really specific by saying 17 episodes, which makes it sound like it must be, like, kind of written or something that's going or on. Or there's, like, like negotiations. Yeah, it's not just, like, vaguely, oh, it's coming back someday, but, like, yeah, specifically said Netflix is going to come back with 17 or more gonna, episodes sometime. <laughs> Supposed to be sitting there being interviewed, and he's like, Oh, there'll be, and he sees a one in one corner. That's how they're writing the episodes these days, anyway, too. Well, honestly, are they just gonna take the the weird order and like the rest of development order, break it down to actual episodes, <laughs> and then re release the 17 episodes? Uh, and not take the George R. R. Martin approach of just dwelling on a single character. This gives enough time to actually contract, like sign everyone's contract so you can yeah. actual schedule of time yeah. so everyone's together and not yeah. like green yeah. screens. And that show, that that Arrested Development season four made me for the first time start seeing faked shots in yeah. other shows where very clearly the, they couldn't get the actors on the same day. All of a sudden now I'm noticing like it what everywhere. Shows? You see it a lot on Parks and Recreation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what other show was it? It was like on sitcoms and shit. Like I'll notice it a lot. Like I sometimes I'm watching the news and the weather guy is not floating in space <laughs> above the earth. I'm like that looks fake. Especially, well, it's, just, it's got like little ha- drawn clouds and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Interesting, especially when you're like, because then it's like, okay, is this actually someone's shoulder it is kinda in weird, a yeah. shot, or is it just like well, they did CG? Because in Arrested Development, it got really clumsy and some of that shit. Like it was really well, like. Well, although some shows can be shot in such a way, like the backgrounds are fake enough to like, yeah. put together that, yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of like, is this CGI? Yeah. And then like you'll see behind the scenes photo, and like, oh no, they were actually in a real place. It just shot badly, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like it's hard to well, believe see, that's your the eyes. Thing. Sometimes it's like. Like, is this just weirdly shot, or is this actually yeah. like digital composite? Anyway, uh, get ready to be herded towards paying ten dollars a month to use YouTube. Yeah. Well, they're gonna have ad-free YouTube for ten, like some subscription-based thing. Well, I'm wondering Which how this is gonna impact. Like Part YouTube Partners Program because that's why I got emails. I that wonder I the if they knew this account. was kind of coming, and I wonder if like Nintendo going after people for like yeah, this is I don't know, mm. this is. No. <laughs> what just happened? I was drinking so I got excited. I wanted to say something. This wouldn't happen with RC Cola, though. No. no. I mean, like, people who, who make their living posting to YouTube and they make their living off of ads and stuff. Yeah. Like, if if I am on YouTube, and where is my money coming from now if the ads are taken away? Uh, the, the one thing that they're trying to herd people towards paying for this is that uh, if you're a content provider, all of your uh, videos that you post will be marked private unless you're part of the, uh, unless you subscribe to this. Fuck! So you, well, that's what I'm saying. Unless you want to have your Twitch channel subscribing, like, just showing to yourself, you got to be part of the subscription Private, thing. not unlisted? 
Because uh, unlisted question. is like you can't find it in search results or anything, it's and so it's private not private. Would anybody even private be able means to see literally, it? Even if you had a link to it, you couldn't see it. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Ah. So that's what I'm saying. Hurting you. It's not just suggestion of like, oh, it's free. It's no ads. It's they're mechanically making it. Whoa. You want to, well, and this is already kind of like. It's gonna be scary to have your gonna, livelihood be dependent upon some external service provider where mm-hmm. you have no say. See, in at it least with do. me and my, my game maps and stuff like that, at least I'm still, you know, I'm not just like I'm not like dependent on one company like YouTube, like some kind of channel. Yeah, like yeah, you're not. Yeah. Enough. Where will I go for all my cat videos? <laughs> well, that's what some people kind of thinking is like, okay, well, what's gonna be the next YouTube? Because you could already see this leading towards a path yeah. where YouTube is essentially just like bonnet ties itself out of being useful to anybody. Sure. Especially if they're going to divide YouTube in between, you know, pay and not pay people. I mean, right now it doesn't sound that bad just because, like, oh, it's only difference between whether or not you see ads or if you As do. a consumer. Which, if you've already deal. got ad block... Yeah. I guess what? I haven't seen ads since I put ad block on as an experiment six months ago. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, oh, this is the this the sweet life. Jim and Cody, who are the kids who live in this the, the sweet life on Nickelodeon? <laughs> That's my life when I got Ablock on. Now that Bill has cable! I, I can catch glimpses of things, right? Like, yeah. Good lord. Bill, you got your finger on the pulse. That's <laughs> the show fifteen years ago on Nickelodeon. It's a weird teen pulse. I think but... Justin McElroy said it once, the title went, I can't remember. You need to now. get that you need to get that bumper sticker we saw. We're swerving on Pervin. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna keep moving. That should be your answer when I tease you about uh, making like uh, the Christian Hendrick press. You just said ESA wants to make game preservation illegal. That's weird. This this was bullshit. Essentially, publishers want to make it illegal for anyone to host servers for online games once the official servers are permanently shut down. Yeah, and this is also horseshit. This is all just part of the ESA, also just trying to curb any kind of like archiving of games and stuff. Yeah, because well, it's, it's it's an organization run by the publishers, and they want to make sure everyone like adheres to the letter of the law and that sure. like we don't want anything well, out of our control it's ever interesting happening. from like a copyright perspective video games are in such a weird position more so than any other uh-huh. medium because they are so there's such a timer on them they're linked to a certain piece of technology or like a certain yeah. type of like computer like maybe well, also like, when you buy a video game you're technically not buying the game you're buying a license to use that code but you're yeah. not this, that's that's the leverage that the ESA and the publisher yeah. always use that like you're when you buy a game you're just buying a, like a copy of the code and mm-hmm. it's a it's a license to use it, but you're not actually purchasing. You don't own anything other than the right to play the game that's on the copy that you just bought. Oh. Well, that's changing with like digital copies yeah. and like, well, this is sitting on my hard drive. Like as a consumer, I own a copy of let's say I own Grim Fandango on the on the original discs. Yeah, I cannot play it on any of my computers unless I download an emulator, mm-hmm. which is illegal. Well, that's well, that's one of the people strike back. Like, well, like, if I own this, but I can't play it on anything, well, like, yeah, should I be allowed to take steps to make sure I paid fifty bucks for this? But yeah. on the other hand, it's like like, well, they just released it in a way that I can't play it. But yeah. I'm like, even that, there's a timer on that. There's yeah. going to be some crazy laws made about the shit in the next decade or two, which are going to be really interesting. That's yeah. cool, especially with everything becoming digital and online stuff. That's going to have yeah. far-reaching impacts yeah. beyond the realm of video game yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's just interesting. So. It's it's a weird situation because it's like so like if you have a massively multiplayer game, like let's say I'm obsessed with the Legends of Chima, and it's and 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 Lego's pulling the plug on June first. And after that, it's like, even though I own, like, Where whatever. Where will you get your Chima fix? Where will I get my Chima fix? I can't talk too much about Chima ending in life. Annie! really sad. Lego <laughs> I just want to have fun! I know, I know. 
I just want to be able to play games. Just forget about being grown like, up. <laughs> I, when I first got into games, I got I played a lot of adventure games, and I played them on abandonware sites. Like mm-hmm, I downloaded yeah. them on abandonware, and I da- I downloaded emulators and shit. And that's the only way I could play a lot of those games. Like yeah. I could We're not leave that out so that they don't come for you. <laughs> well, I'm kind of surprised that like what's the archive site? Is it archive.org? archive.org. Yeah. Which, like a lot of people have just dumped ROMs onto there blindly. Just, yeah. just you know, which you know, it's not good to archive that stuff. Although a lot of stuff that has been dumped on there is still under copyright. Well, technically, I was wondering about that. So that's yeah. still kind of hazy. But a lot yeah. of those games are games that you can't play on anything anymore yeah. because hmm. none of those, uh, that none of the hardware that runs that stuff is is viable anymore. Right. So that's, there's a weird, uh, and I get like if I create something. And I own the rights to it. Of course, I have the right to protect it. But on the other hand, I'm not prov- if I'm not providing someone with the means yeah. to consume it. But on the other hand, it's who the fuck cares? I own it. It's an abandoned piece of entertainment at that point. Yeah. That's not being supported by anybody. So they, uh, well, yeah, the, I mean, that the, the, the publishers would rather have it die yeah. than let anyone actually manipulate it in any way that makes yeah. it useful to anybody again, which is fucking crazy. It just That's how nuts. some people feel about China Beach. <laughs> Well, you're getting punchy, aren't you? <laughs> you want to stop, don't you? We're always but, there, aren't But seriously, it's like, I, I feel like as a consumer, I, I feel wrong. No, but true. then it's like, as a rights owner, it's like, fuck you, I own the rights. It makes sense, but there's got to be a middle ground. But the thing, yeah, it's like, when the, when the middle ground is like, well, I want to... And the other one's like, I don't want to. It's like, it's such a yeah, weird so that's what I said. There has to be a conversation opened up about this but between the, but, the rights holders and the users. But there's you know? not. That, it's just that conversation is going to be held in the world of Tron. <laughs> that's what Tron 4 is going to be about. It's just one of those situations where, like, uh, like yeah. over... It's so funny because in our in our in our niche little world of games, the whole plan of games is that we don't have to pay attention to what's actually going on in the real yeah, world. Yeah, no, it's just as long as, as, like, as long oh. as you can buy the thing you want and it works. No, guess what? Shit, yeah. Guess God, what? Could you imagine giant any... corporations are going to make fundamental decisions about these rights, and we will have no part of this conversation. I'm like, I go to games so I don't have to think about that. <laughs> could you imagine Tron suits on me and Annie and some chubster lawyer? <laughs> and like we're just talking about. Grandpa, I want to play Grandpa. We, we throw the bandit like the bangering thing once and get so winded. Oh, <laughs> you gotta sit down. It like bounces off. So like, I can see you guys getting on the light cycle and it just totters over. Just get, like, <laughs> lack of balance. Yeah. Um, this week it was a uh, Lego Dimensions was announced. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future notes Bill, Wizard of Oz, other stuff. This this was inevitable. I'm surprised yeah. Lego did I'm, do this I'm, a couple I'm, years I'm, ago. I'm kind of shocked it took as long as it did. Uh, did you see the commercial or for like the introduction ad? Yeah, for I saw the teaser. Favorite people. I saw the teaser. Yeah, Joel McHale. I saw the teaser and then the. I feel bad trying to get anyone to community because he's the star of that show. Yeah. Joel yeah. McHale's yeah, well, a shithead. He's a shithead. Yeah. Uh, it's it's about time they did this. It's it took a while to realize. So so you saw the thing where Joel McHale is like. See, I finished that trailer and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It took a while to realize that that's actually what you get in the box. Is like that becomes the thing. You like portal. place the Legos on. So yeah. are these special Lego characters with yeah. chips built in? Yeah. Okay. Well, the the vibe I got is that they're the bases the maybe base have chips. That makes more yeah. sense because you still want to be able to use the Lego figure because yeah. it seems like you're getting basic Lego. Lego's been play. talking for years about bridging the the physical and, and digital divide, and they do it all the time in their Lego stores. Well, <laughs> no, seriously, that's one of the things oh. they do. Is like you, so? you can scan. They have these machines where you can scan the barcode, and then it'll actually project. Like it's got a camera, and it'll project a 3D rendering of that toy on Onto top the of the box. box so you can shift it and twist it and oh, see really? what it looks yeah, it's, like it's when really it's assembled. Cool. Well, it's funny because there was an article on like SlaterHollywood.com or something like that where they were talking about like the like how the history of the Lego company and yeah. how it's become so big and yeah. Yeah. with the Lego movie and stuff in the last year. And one of the things they end on is like what's going to happen to Lego in the future and they mm-hmm. talk about one of their big things yeah. is trying to union like trying to combine 
mine digital entertainment with yeah. Lego stuff. Yeah. And one of the they things have... they were talking like, do you make a Minecraft? Like, well, they were yeah. talking about specifically video games. Do you make yeah. a Minecraft style game where like all the pieces are just Legos? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were talking specific, uh, specifically. They were talking about like, well, we want to do something where you're still building with Legos, but somehow yeah. that translates into yeah, into the exactly. game. And I think even one of the things, and they asked them was like, well, what if you did a Skylanders kind of thing? And they're like, well, cut to like three months later. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Really, they're just going to join forces with IKEA. Lego and I just you trick your children. If you did have a line of Lego furniture that like pieced together like Lego, that'd be kind. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, but instead of the like, instead of the like, uh, Firefly world where China takes over everything, it's just gonna be like the Swedes. Yeah, I just like it's gonna be real weird. Oh, I forgot that. that, that that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, this will be. So, so I didn't see Wizard of Oz on there because in the trailer they stress it's Batman, but it's specifically Batman from the Lego Movie. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's actually Will Arnett voicing. And then it's it's Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Wow. A little bit of Marty McFly. And then Marty yep. McFly yep. and then Wild Style are like the characters that you see. Bill yeah. misinterpreted her as Dorothy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. No, but specifically like when the Amazon link went live, one yeah. of the first things you see is like Wicked Witch of the West, and yeah. it's 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 oh, anything owned by War, uh, Warner Brothers, Warner I guess. Oh, um, interesting. Which they haven't said anything about who's making the game or what the game is gonna <laughs> yeah. be. All that they announced was like video game where you can scan the Lego. Uh, That'll be interesting. Well, I did see Traveler's Tales. Uh, Traveler's Tale, I did see their name is attached to this. I don't yeah. know if they're producing, if they're actually making it. Well, I wonder if it's Technically, be... it's the Warner Brothers Games Group or something like that, like, Ugh. in charge of the game. Yeah. Which, Yay. that sounds like that's going to well, be awesome. Well, I wonder awesome. if it's going to be, like, the Disney version of this, where they ha- they contracted a whole bunch of different studios. Like, they technically, would almost have to... Ninja Theory, who did um, Enslaved what? and the Double May Cry game, they, they worked on the Disney Infinity Project 2.0. Like, that was the big thing that they were working on between... Some people got to animate... They just got to work on the sexy Legos? Some well, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what they did. a trailer where pizza covers is junk, and yeah. other people got to animate Which when you, when you think about it, you really... To make this sort of shit, you have to farm out a yeah. lot of, essentially, DLC to well, a lot of studios. The funny thing is, so Skylanders came out with exactly yeah. the same idea. It was super successful. It kind of fell off the radar. Um, then the uh, Disney kind of do their own thing, which uh-huh. sold well, and that kind of fell off the radar mm-hmm. very quickly. So I don't know what kind of legs this... I don't know. The fact that like, these are actual toys you're getting, it's not just like a, it's not, it's not even like Amiibo or even like the uh, Disney thing where it's yeah. a static figure. The fact that you're actually getting a real Lego. Well, see, thing that's the thing. Maybe all half of the, the trick of these collectible things is that you're gonna hit as many people who are like, oh, I would like a little Elsa from Frozen on my desk. Uh, but this yeah. is like, you're getting into the Lego collectibles market. Those like people, are not the they crazy. crazy. Those people are crazy. I but live also, with but one. on the flip side, that stuff is also super expensive. Yeah, because people are like going, oh my god, how can they charge ninety dollars for this? Game? Game. And like actually for brick per price for the yeah. like, thing yeah. you're getting is it's actually really not that not... for a Lego party. Actually not for that us bad. Like a collectible we can do the math. We're gonna see. Look, that's actually kind that's of a steal. Yeah, that, that's like a thousand <laughs> pieces of Lego. I was set. in the. Uh, um, I was in the. We went to Pals before this, and I was looking at the Chima Encyclopedia. Um, of course, really which crazy. included like all these little <laughs> toys, all these little figures. And I'm looking at this. I'm doing the math. I'm like, this actually. I said this is on sale. I'm like, hmm, dollar per brick. That's pretty good. Oh Fucking. But I went on Amazon. I should look up. I got pre-orders for stuff already. I am just in case. Again, if, if I'll wait for reviews, I can. Yeah. But uh, Marty McFly, I'll get. Well, I have Marty McFly. Marty McFly already well, came no, with but, my DeLorean, so. so like, you don't, is it the exact same print? Is it I didn't even check different? to see. I you just know? blindly pre-ordered a couple things just for shits and giggles. The funny 
think so. I don't think I pre-ordered the actual game. I pre-ordered <laughs> the Lego Movie Unikitty Fun Pack. Oh. The Back to the Future Level Pack. Uh huh. Um, and the Wicked Witch of the West. So Let's like, there's that. so it's divided between fun packs and level packs, like the Back to the Future thing where you get Marty McFly. That's called a level pack. Yeah, imagine yeah. it's and you do get get Marty with like a little baby DeLorean, a little like oh, a. Uh, but that's a level pack, so I'm assuming that also unlocks digital yeah. content. But the other ones are just called fun packs, which I wonder if I that wonder means if they maybe just, you just characters. Yeah, I would assume that's that's. Oh no, I actually did pre-order the actual game, and so Wicked Witch of the West. Holy, we may have to buy this game. <laughs> So you actually yeah. get oh, it's wow. Wicked Witch of the West and the little flying monkey. Okay, that flying monkey is really cute. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So it's really cute. Yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. It's really hard is that were this two years ago, Chima would have been part of the universe. Not now. Well actually I don't know. Is there a Ninjago set? I wonder if it's lit just No, uh, at least from Amazon. Oh no, there is a Ninjago Naya fun pack. Yeah, there's <gasps> Motherfucker. So it's all uh, DC Cyborg. <gasps> Cyborg! The Teen Titans! <laughs> If it was Teen Titans Go, man, I'd totally buy those characters. I love Teen Titans Go. But yeah, it's all... Uh, I didn't realize... Because I was wondering, is it only DC licensed characters, or is it just... Um, mm. uh, is it the Lego? Okay, here's everything they have. DC Cyborg, DC Wonder Woman, DC... Uh, or Lego Movie Cop, uh, Lego Movie Benny, Le- Lego Movie Emmett, Lego Movie Unikitty, Lord of the Rings Gimli, Lord of the Rings Gollum... Literally rings Legolas, Ninjago, Ninjago, Wicked Witch of the West. Interesting. Only the only Wizard of Oz ones is the Wicked Witch of the West. How Mark on Hamilton the State gets a couple bucks. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> well, but yeah, need to go home nothing, we have no idea what this game is gonna be. If it's gonna it's be it's gonna good. be a Traveler's Tale game. Those games are so fucking boring. They're, they have they're, they're not bad. they're not something that you play every single one. They're one you pick up one every I couple played of years. Three t- 15 years ago and that's I kind of feel like you got my fill. We had a lot of fun playing the Lego movie game because they made it a little more open worldy. Like it's still the same fucking game. Don't get me Is wrong. Is this still Traveler's Tales for that too? Yeah. Okay. They, I don't think they, they have that template. Yeah. Um, it's like Blossom. How many well, game studios For the Wii are... U there was a Lego City game that had yeah. that I don't think that was Traveler's Tales. That it may have not. been someone else but I heard good things about it that too. It was supposed to be great but it was on the Wii U. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey everybody, we're doing Geek Weekly Review. Bud Brad, Blad Blard, or Brad Bird, <laughs> told NPR he's finally starting to fiddle with the script for another Incredibles movie. Yeah, I just threw it out there for this man. So. Oh, Brad. Uh, the Hunger Games filmmakers are going to try and tackle the Odyssey? No rumors, yeah, no specific news about that other than. Ah, they're going to try to make the Odyssey. That, I'm assuming it's going to be, like, teen sexy for movies. Is that, like, a teen... Well, there have been a lot of young adult novels about, basically, you know... Are we sure that the Odyssey, Jackson. Odyssey is not actually, like, a, a, a YA book that we just haven't read? It's entirely possible. <laughs> the Odyssey, uh, Henry Chinkles, and the, and the Rust Cups of Doom, or something well, like that. Well, I was actually... Because we were at Powell's, I saw how many Grecian myth young adult novels there were. Which, to be fair, when I was young adult... I know you have the fucking Percy Jackson stuff. Is that actually a whole genre of itself? There, well, I could see a ton of them there. Oh, they, they are specifically saying it's it's Homer's epic poem, oh. The Odyssey. I'm actually surprising considering Troy crashed so yeah. hard. Well, well, that was over a decade ago. That's true, but Hollywood sometimes... Well, you know, the fucking Greek shit, my fucker, uh, Hercules made it so much bank. all the crew behind Hunger Games. Hunger it's Games. Fr- Francis Lawrence, who directed um, three of the four Hunger Games films. Peter Craig, who co-scripted the two installments of Mockingjay. And then Nina Jacobson will produce. That's interesting. Um, 
We don't care about Incredibles 2 that much. Well, there's not much to talk about it other than... He said he will think about it. The character's <laughs> going to be aged or... Like, yeah. I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. It'll be fun. If it, if it comes it. off and it's... Yeah. This yeah. is the part where I'm really bad at having a geek podcast. Cause I'm like, we'll see. Yeah. Well, the, the only news is that he's saying, yeah, I, I kind of jotted down Incredibles uh, 2 on, on, <laughs> on a fucking napkin. Technically, I've started working on it, I guess. And there's nothing yeah. much to say other than, yeah. And now I can write off that napkin. Because yeah. <laughs> it's work. I can write off that lunch. It was a so, work lunch. Okay. Well, so taxes are due in a couple days. Yeah. Oh, fucking taxes. Uh, which means April's April's almost over. Well, halfway almost through April. Which means May's coming up as movie uh-huh. season. So you got like twenty. Like, I know. Mad Max. Mad Max. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually because there were no good movies that came out last no. year. Not no good movies, but last summer really. it was, movie season. Was last summer was pr- pretty kind of. Yeah. Yeah. This year I'm kind of excited about a couple things. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. See fucking Pitch Mad Perfect Max. Two. Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a double feature. <laughs> Uh, Steven Universe is looking for storyboard artists. Yeah, me and Foley should apply. Annie, you should apply did too. Just see, for sh- did you see the one, the one fake storyboard that I can't remember who did is it? Is it Zach Gorman? Story. Yeah. He <laughs> essentially inserted himself into like, As oh no, you <laughs> They're on like I'm a Steven Universe storyboard applications where everyone's like, yeah I'm gonna save the day I can turn into chocolate gem or whatever the hell you know oh, coming up their own gem sonas essentially yeah. I do like um, that in the so we just watched the Uncle Grandpa episode of Steven Universe which I know you poo pooed but I like no it's actually better than I it could have been I like worse. when you're talking about like draw your gem soda I like that they made a joke about it in the show and I like oh, it's very that they self-aware. said this is yeah. not canon and then he's like but this is pulls out a cannon loads it with his head so it's a head cannon. Then shoots it into a ship on which are Lars and Sadie. Sadie. Because the joke is that we're supposed to be shipping them. Well, it's like well, our, ship, that our ship. A lot of people do. A lot of people do ship them. I thought so. they were together. I thought it was explicit that they were together. Oh, I no, thought it was Lars is an that asshole. That Lars is an asshole, and that you they're both into Stevani. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. You know what? I really feel as if I don't even need to technically watch any more Steven Universe because yeah, you do. You've been so casually spoiled by What's, literally every single question. No, now that I've seen Onion. Fuck Onion. <laughs> onion is the Alpha and Omega of all fictional characters. How does that shit not end with Onion? Whatever fight happens at the end that threatens this crystal jumps, he just steps it and touches it like a hand of God coming down and okay, just separates just, everyone. Just, or just, like, just keep watching. Or he deletes and reboots reality. Onion is fucking <laughs> I hate onions. <laughs> Sid and I were having a conversation about how much we hate onions. Onions, I, I lost. All I know is that he steals uh, tickets out of the, the ticket machines. Such a jerk. He, he crashes his. his yeah, do you, I love. I do love that when he's like, he just like sets it on fire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Onions are the best. You're lonely. He's, and then he's like, you're lonely because you wait for your dad. He's like, Mm-mm. he's like evil dark Ralph Wiggum or something. Yeah, yeah no, it's fantastic. Yeah, anyway, yeah. he doesn't talk. Yeah, <sighs> he just points, points. Yeah. In other news, Frank. Show was an asshole. Well, yeah, that's not new. <laughs> you guys see this about the Spider Gwen? Uh, yeah, Frank Show, uh, who is a he was the artist who did Liberty Meadows. He likes to draw beautiful women. He draws. Uh, he likes to draw a beautiful woman over yeah. and over again. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, with different sometimes, haircuts. Sometimes he gives her different haircuts. Sometimes he gives her different cup sizes. It is but for the most part. He Frank, is one of my favorite cartoonists in terms he, of just he's his, a really his competent cartoonist. Oh, which but is he's, what he's got yeah. skills. He's a 
shitbird of a human being. Yeah. Is he done anything else aside from this? Because I don't, I don't know he's anything about him as a person. Yeah, he's been really rude. Like he's really super rude to people at artist alleys. Oh, okay. Um, he, he just kind of he's notoriously cruel. Because I've, I've run into him once or twice at conventions, especially like before I moved out here to the East Coast. He was doing, or before I moved out to the West Coast, he, he was doing a lot of East Coast conventions. So I bumped yeah. into a couple. He was nice to me on one on one, but like, yeah. well, there's a certain type type of comics uh, of pro in a, in any male dominated pro industry. Bro. Who's a pro oh, bro? Shit. So, so yeah. he did. Like, so he did a parody of what was the parody of the Milo Minara Spider yeah. Woman cover? You yeah. know, that's the one where like Spider Woman's on her hands and knees with her ass fucking spread. Yeah. Except now it's like he drew it with as Spider Gwen because Gwen yeah. Stacy's now Spider Man in one of the yeah. comics now. And like it's so it's Spider Man like also staying behind her, going, "Oh my god, look at that ass" or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And so, but the guy I guess who's writing Spider Gwen right now was threatened to like punch. Frank Cho for doing that? He's like, well, would you do this again, to one of my characters? It's like you're doing this to one of my children. And also, it's exactly like the fucking um, killing, joke killing Joke thing, where it's like, it's a comic that is directed towards teenage girls, that you're turning into something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I guess this original thing, he did a, he did like a parody of that whole thing with, like, it was Harley Quinn and the Joker. Yeah. Which makes, I mean, at least that makes more sense, because Harley Quinn No, I thought he did, he, re- he redid or, that. Or is that what he yeah, did? Yeah, no, he, he did his reaction to it. This was his statement before it. Wow. What a crazy couple of days it been. My parody cover sketch of Spider-Gwen, aping the infamous oh, Minara Spider-Woman pose, sent some of the hypersensitive people in a tizzy. To be honest, I was amused and surprised by the uproar, since it was, in my opinion, over nothing. It's essentially a small group of angry and humorless people ranting against my drawing of a pretty woman. It's utter nonsense. This world would be a better and happier place if some people just grow a sense of humor and relax. Now I'm getting bombarded by various bloggers asking for an interview addressing this quote-unquote stan- scandal. Oh, darn. Instead of me wasting my breath and precious time over this non-issue replying to the interviewers, I've drawn another cover sketch in response, which will hopefully answer all questions. It's the exact same pose with Harley Quinn, and she says, how long do I have to hold this pose, Mr. J? And Joker says, until the internet explodes, dear. Ew. Oh, this pose is so last so year. Frank that's my Harley Quinn impression, by the way. That's that's good. Good. Well, here's the thing. So, it's not like the internet does not have tempests and teapots. It's not like no. the internet on both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. doesn't attack people for the slightest offense. Uh-huh. But there's nothing worse than acting like, you know, fuck those people and their concerns. And like, at, like just it's just such a bullshit, casual bullshit thing that just makes me mad either way. It's like with fucking American McGee where it's like, I'm going to get attacked by SJWs over this, but just like, it's yeah. such a tone deaf thing that it's like, are you expecting to earn by proving yourself to be a person incapable of empathy <laughs> and any concern? Like you're, you're just like, well, I'm better than this, but you're not by being a dick. What the hell's just... Frank been doing for the last decade? Because I haven't heard anything about him for the last his decade time, except for this. But his time is very precious. <laughs> his time is very precious. God. He's got draw pictures, and then no, I don't. Know. Uh, in other news, uh, no more Simpsons on DVD whatever. after Aww. season eighteen. Well, shit. <laughs> You know what? That's all. That's the only commentary we need. <laughs> it's not like recalling all the DVDs that already came out. Son of a. What season are we on? You know, on Simpsons. Twenty-seven. Like Twenty-seven. Yeah, it really is like literally like twenty-seven. Which is hilarious to say that that means that eighteen is such a huge number that means eleven seasons of Simpsons will not. Be that's also the same number of people are still watching the show. But no, uh, seems uh, sounds like Fox, the the studio behind that, is really. Uh, 
pulling a lot of support for DVD stuff now, right? Now. Yeah, I believe it. Is, uh, well, aside from the fact that uh, Fox also has like they have their Simpsons World Portal thing, where like sure. they're trying to push everyone uh, everyone towards just watching Simpsons trying stuff. Trying to shove on that everyone thing. through a Simpsons portal. But it's also, I guess, it's supposed to be a reflection of uh, the, the kind the of DVD death market. Yeah, the DVD, the DVD market yeah. is actually kind of striking enough that well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, but yeah, DVD Simpsons seasons. 8, 19 through 27 on DVD. Who, yeah, that's not like anyone's like really weeping. Well, oh, no, no, it's like, it's really fucking... The thing that sucks though, the, the, the commentaries they would record for every yeah. episode, for every episode, mm-hmm. every single episode I mean, for the uh, for the DVDs and the Blu-rays were always fucking fantastic. Yeah. Even if the episodes themselves weren't that great, mm-hmm. that's kind of one shitty oh. thing of that they did if they stopped doing that. Sure. But well, still, if you pay again... enough, they'll just come over to your house and sit around and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You got that's nothing okay. else to do other than work on Simpsons all day. Yeah. They need to talk to somebody. He's not at that fucking studio. Yeah. Need to break out of their fucking bubble. But yeah, Dear Lord. Uh, Akiva Goldsman is writing an adaptation of The Dark Tower for Sony. So Akiva Goldsman, he wrote like Batman and Robin. Oh. Oh, really? He wrote, he, I mean, you look at his resume, he's a piece of shit. He's like, he is the perfect picture of like mediocrity in big budget. Especially he hasn't done anything really interesting. He hasn't done any big movies in a while. Like he's mostly like in the, like the 90s and early aughts. Sure. Kind of a big guy. Oh, he wrote A Beautiful Mind. He wrote I Am Legend. <sighs> Fuck mm. this guy. Uh, Dylan laughs because he, I guess he went to her college, oh, Wesleyan. Yeah. And so she like she was like, oh yeah, this he's the best thing that supposedly ever came out of the Wesleyan movie department. Is this hack fucking writer that <laughs> Wes, even Wesleyan's embarrassed Bill, by. Bill, Bill, he wrote Insurgent. Oh, he actually wrote a bunch of episodes of Fringe. Did he? Wait, yeah. wait, wait, go. go. Oh, he, no. Uh, uh, he wrote twelve episodes and did story for seven. Uh, it is important to find Angels and Demons. He's, he's he did not conceive code. or oh, marry gross. the main uh, female lead from Fringe, which he's he wrote Practical Magic <laughs> screenplay only. Oh yeah, so he didn't come up with the story. So I love him. <laughs> so that's so Sony. Now that they can't like. Their, their superhero shit's all fucked up. They're trying to turn the Dark Tower into the movie. The, again, this is another attempt to turn Stephen King's Dark Tower shit into the movie series. I was gonna series. say. And, uh, spoilers. That's where we get to look I love back. those. I love those books. Those books are fucking terrible. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Cause, so, yeah, the, the Dark Tower stuff is supposed no to be about us. this cowboy character. Who's supposed yeah, to be probably, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, so you may as well just have Scott. Yeah, fucking look Scott Eastwood. Wilbur Eastwood. That. Look at that very taut little nipple right there. That's all they should get his cousins Boofer and Bifer or Eastwood. <laughs> get any Eastwood you can get to be in the movie. So this movie was almost guaranteed not to be reproduced. I shouldn't be upset about this. And like I said, the actual books themselves, the first three books are great. Everything out after that is terrible. Let's be honest here. Anytime you learn that anything you like is going to be an ad- 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 adapted. This guy, this is like finding out, like, what's the most middling video game shit you can imagine? Like, they're gonna, so-and-so is gonna, like, fucking Life is Strange is gonna make your fucking... <laughs> What yeah. turn your personal diary into a goddamn movie? You're like, oh, Life is no. strange. The people that, that wrote Life is Strange is, are going to write the Uncharted movie. <gasps> oh God! How is Ashley Birch in though that stuff? Because I love Ashley Birch. She's going to be. She's going to be fully. <laughs> Fully was criticizing the voice acting in this game, but I but swear the dialogue God, is so bad. The dialogue I don't know what is they so can do with bad. That. Yeah. Like it's really bad. I don't. There's only. But, but it's also stilted voice direction, and I, I yeah, yeah, no. the Voice actors. Did you're s- told how to say things. Did you see Ashley Birch is writing for Adventure Time now? 
good. No. Which that means she must well, be... I want to see it. Like, have you ever heard of Steve Wolfhard? There are a lot of, like, just one-episode writers. Of yeah. Well, she, like, she's been tweeting from the writer's room. Oh, that's like, great. She's been talking about, like, oh, yeah, we're, like, you're, like, we're she, going out to lunch right now. She like, has the right type of personality for that to be. Yeah, no, I guess awesome. she was a voice actress, and she must have knocked them out enough. They were like, how would you feel like writing for us, too? So that's... Aww, she pretty much is an Adventure Time character. Uh, yes. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Peter Parker will be in a Marvel. The will be the Marvel movie Spider Man oh. at least to start. Shocker. Maybe also played by Scott Eastwood. Man, this is this is the part of the reason why I could not. I fucking hate the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just the fact that the the dude who basically signs the checks for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and has driven it to much success. I don't mean to minimize his contribution. Just by the fact that he mentioned, oh yeah, we're gonna cat. Oh, Peter Parker will still be a high schooler. Mm-hmm. There was literally that line of dialogue, like just that that line from an interview ruled the the news circuit mm-hmm. for twenty four hours. Just oh, confirm that it's Peter Parker in high school. Instead of instead of like, yeah. he did no, say I specifically that like, well, this suggests that there's been a Peter Parker running running around in a homemade Spider-Man outfit, which I still want to see a Spider-Man in like fucking gym shorts. <laughs> I want like Spider-Man, yeah. whatever Tobey Maguire's wearing when he goes wrestling in that first yeah. Spider-Man movie. That's why I want for, like Spider-Man to wear for like the first Spider-Man movie. It yeah. should look like homemade by high schooler. Maybe after he gets famous, like somebody, fu- you know, fucking. Nothing says, makes Spider-Man, me feel help older than thinking again. Maybe this will be a good Spider-Man. I want, movie. So what I'm thinking, <laughs> what happens? A years so old. <laughs> Peter Parker lives in the condo because Disney owns the Muppets. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Oh, let's go, keep going. <laughs> Peter Parker lives in the continuity uh-huh. of Rock. Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh-huh. Miss Piggy has become a premier fucking okay. she, uh, fashion designer because that's what she's on track to in the first. In that movie, she is on track, and so <laughs> she's she is like, on point. She's like, if you if you can convince me to like also give your smear spider blood to my friend Peter Porker, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna right, dress right. make you a proper like fucking. Peter Parker Spider-Man outfit that looks like you know like like it's made out of fucking basketballs like they do in the actual fucking movies but at least now there's justification because like fucking Miss Piggy is now Peter Parker's Lucius Fox okay okay this is she's like watching Peter Parker from like all these uh... TVs she's like just too much power for one man yep yep um yeah alright yeah could that not happen Uh... you know what now. I'm rolling with People it. Trying to sh- Am I the new Peter Feige? <laughs> You're Kevin Feige? <laughs> Paul, Paul Fuse? Yeah, Paul Feige. No, what, no, Kevin, you... Kevin, Kevin, Kevin James? Paul <laughs> Park. <laughs> 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 Can we just go see that? And just, <laughs> <laughs> not to see ads for that on anything anymore. That's one thing about having cable now. All Paul Blart mall cop ads all the time. Oh, boy. oh man. Uh, He's hot. The first pick of the expanded Griswold family from the new vacation movie has yes, been released. I saw that. Pick on the picture it is amazing. They're all covered in blood for no reason. Hmm. It is just a picture of Ed Helms and fucking Chevy Chase. This is the definition out, so. of something that is being brought back that I have no context for. It came out a little before my time. <laughs> Do you that movie came out like the year you were born? <laughs> we know, have a like, we have a coworker. Um, Name redacted for her own safety. Oh no! Who's very attracted to young Chevy Chase? Her he's ugly. Her he's mm. not. Mm. Oh, I really? Like a young Chevy Chase, she and she also likes fucking. She a young Chevy Chase and a young, a young. What is it? Uh, uh, Tom Hanks. Young Tom Hanks. Young Tom Chevy Hanks Chase is a little weird. Is like. 
I want to put my dick in something that looks sort of like a dad. So she jerks <laughs> off the like fucking. But I'm like, I want to show her this and be like, still hot? Would you still do it? Would you still like, go That's for not it? fair. Age happens to us all. Ten years since the last time we did Community. Four years ago. <laughs> Age happens to us all. He does look. Like, he looks like a Christina smacked Applegate up potato. Nice. Christina Applegate's in that. She's right there. Wait, I didn't recognize her. It's Christine Applegate. It's Ed Helms. It's also Beverly D'Angelo. Yes, Beverly D'Angelo. Get to see her titties when they steal the footage from their camcorder in National Lampoon's European Vacation. <laughs> Good lord. I mean, you know, I've never seen Christmas Vacation. I don't know how I avoided that, but I've seen the fuck out of National Lampoon's the first one and that fucking European Vacation. <laughs> you have European Vacation was to Bill, like, his first introduction to most, like, European society. society. Oh, my God. So I always think of, like, Germany as pretty much Germany as, as you know, depicted in those films and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. I, always, I always think of ladies think just it... running around with their tits hanging out doing, sl- like, German knee-slapping dances. I'm pretty sure it was a lot of Americans' <laughs> interpretation of what, what, what Europe is like. Yeah, but that was, like, four when that came out on HBO, and I'm like, oh, man, this is what the rest of the world looks like. Thank you, Chevy Chase, for e- educating Bill Mudger. <laughs> baby Bill Mudger. In other news, Eddie uh, Redmayne is in the lead to play Newt Scamander. It's, he is an interesting-looking motherfucker. And he's a good actor. Not like, comedic guy, but that would be... I think that'd be a great choice. Not that yeah. anyone really knows anything about, like, the personality of Newt well, Scamander. Yeah, he's, think, well, it's but. interesting because he looks other... Mm-hmm. Like he he and and like I could totally see him in the clothes of the era. But yeah, for people like, who don't know, Newt's Commander is the villain from James Bond twenty six. <laughs> this is of course the Harry Potter. It's not a prequel. It's just a in no, the world of well, Harry Potter. It takes place before Harry Potter. Well, technically, but, yeah, well, but it's just a there story. There should be in the world that much that. So yeah, Newt's Commander. He's the guy who wrote half the books that they read at Hogwarts in yeah. the Harry Potter trilogy, and he's the guy who like what he wrote Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And mm-hmm. the idea he was just like essentially a magical zoologist. He's the Paul Hollywood. <laughs> um, Man, we fell off watching Great a Great British Bake Off here. We and we were just I'm getting there. to the end of the first season. Oh. Well, the first one's first season's rough. Yeah. Second season. Always start with second season. Continue. <laughs> we're talking about Harry Potter. Anyway, yeah, so this will be a, in, set in the Wizarding World. Isn't it like Wizarding New York in the Yeah, case? specifically, yeah. Fuck, that gets my dick hard, man. So they're just gonna blue screen him into footage of the Great Gatsby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's gonna be a lot of shots where he's talking to Harry Potter. <laughs> Shot in reverse with just like a little bit of Harry Potter's like shoulder cut out. Time. Like they're in the stage they together. Just Daniel Radcliffe is playing somebody in something crazy too. I forgot what it was. He's got he has, he gives nice beard. He's Does he's he? he's grown into a handsome man. Yeah, yes. there's something where I was like, oh, he's playing the um. He's playing Sam Hauser, the head of uh, the Grand Theft Auto development studio. Oh, really? He's going to be in the, that, oh, in that, that BBC biopic yeah. about like the creation of Grand Theft Auto. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's still going to be wearing a beard, but well, what else? That'd be a shame. What else indeed? Hold on. I clicked away to talk about Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, the world's first head transplant volunteer could, in the words of the guy in charge of the operation, quote, face a fate worse than death, unquote. I did not click this article because I don't know if I could actually I re- I I glanced over it and even though I was kind of like this it made is... me feel like my stomach when, shiver before I even read when it. When you're the head surgeon who came up with the whole idea of hey let's do a head transplant and you're just being very vocal about we have no idea what's going to do this guy's mind it could be a fate worse than death that just <sighs> it sounds like something of a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is how this is this the beginning of Bloodborne right here. Um, so yeah, so this is I think is it a Russian scientist? We don't. Uh, I know the guy. I did not click this. Link. So the guy who volunteered for the world's first head transplant, he is um, 
He's got some kind of disease. He's dying. Some Russian dude. But okay. I don't know who the other guys are going to pull a swap his head with. I can't even Maybe read about like this. Dog? Just Googling this makes my stomach hurt. But yeah, it's going to take. It's going to require 101 surgeons. Okay. It's going to be like a 26-hour surgery. Okay. Yeah, so they'll have to swap people out. So and they have no exhausted. idea, even if it works so that his head is like pumping blood from like another heart and everything God, like really, that. It's, okay. They have right. no idea like this if it's going to affect his personality ears. or anything. You guys talk about it. It really I is really just can't. like... Do you go to the bathroom? And what if spiders get into the wound while it's healing? No, don't do that. No, Annie, do you want to go take... What is? I mean, why? What? It is really like why? Yeah. I mean, because they've been they've been continually doing more and more and more and being able to like, we can put a face back on somebody. We Part can... of my thing is like, what? In what situations are head transplants going to be really useful? I don't. Know. I mean, it's not a bad thing to have if you can do it, but like, sounds like yeah. Annie, whose head would you be transplanted with if you could? Christina Hendricks. <laughs> All right, Actually, I'm, that, I'm gonna, that'd be a lateral we're change. We're going to stop talking about it, and I'm going to stop looking at it, okay? I can't think about it. It actually makes me yeah. no, I know. want to it's, faint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Annie, hand me one of those figures, one of those Lego figures over there. Just randomly. Here, check it out. Look, this is so gruesome. I'm going to take off this fuck Lego you. figure head. Go fuck oh, no! Let's see what, let's see what happens fuck to its yourself. mind. <laughs> Okay, so I've got a little Harlequin Lego figure, and then I put on a bearded man's face onto it. There you go. I did. I'm going to send a picture of this to the, the, the Russian scientist and say, it so hey, worked out. It, it is so hard. less than three seconds. You, you fucking stupid. I can't. Just I said that was pretty great. Angry man Harlequin. It's Paul Hollywood dressed up for Easter. He first went to a Ken Levine place or something. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, even Bill didn't know this was a thing. Notes Bill. Folks have been arguing for decades about whether or not Han Solo's snow parka from The Empire Strikes Back is blue or brown. Oh, this is the dress. A Hold on. Yeah, that's what okay. everyone's comparing it to. What color do you think it is, Bill? I always thought it was blue. Fully, what color do you think it is? I don't know what we're talking you about. Just- <laughs> It's Han Solo's parka that he's wearing just yeah. in the snow, and the and you know it's blue. The first... Well, here, how I'm... can anyone think that it's not? You know the what the dress. secret answer is? What? It's brown. No! <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> well, they just shot. I mean, think of this. They just shot the first day. All the snow and stuff. No. The Empire's filled it with a blue filter, so it made everything look blue. So no. it's the easiest answer in the world. Someone just like just photographed it during like costume exhibitions, and oh, it's just brown. It's not like actually that much no. of a mystery. But yeah, Mike Russell, he tweeted a link to this. Interesting. So I guess this is something that, you know, they figured this out no. years ago. The fact that it was a mystery for the longest time. But it, see, that's the thing. And exactly the sample they show. In Lego, it's blue. Uh, the action All figure. All the figures are everything, blue. Everything, it looked blue. Because, yeah, Because exactly. it looks blue. But it's the blue. real thing Okay, is this is really fucking me up. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel so, like I was like when I saw this floating around, I was like, "Fuck you, all of yeah, blue." Yeah, people, and people listening to this anymore. right now, I hope you're Google searching it, like uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Hansel Parka, and just going, "How the fuck is that blue? Even if it's like a filter, it's like what the fuck, man?" Oh man. Okay. Oh. I guess it makes sense to make them all look like more pa- like yeah. Like, but frozen. I'm surprised it isn't like, blue. Blue filters always make people look like you know cold. You know, Elsa and Frozen's wearing camo for that most <laughs> yes. bit lighting. It doesn't look like it. Oh, I did see. I love that 2015 is the year that people learned that lighting has color. I know. I spent the last seven years of my professional career explaining this to people that when they want a a compact fluorescent, they don't want one 
that's natural light, they want one that's yellow because really incandescent bulbs have a yellow glow. Yeah, to that's them. what you're used to. That's what that, you're that's what you think yeah. a light bulb Well, and is. and uh, and anything that's got natural light is a white looks, light, and that's the reason that they put that. Wrong. Well, it's the reason they put that shit in hospitals. You can see stuff better. Yeah. So you throw a natural light light bulb into your goddamn that's like, when you kitchen. Start seeing the green in and you're people's like, faces. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like, you're also like you're also like my shit's dirty. <laughs> like if you don't want to clean regularly, just put like yellow tinted light bulbs everywhere because exactly. everything looks fine for a real long wow. time. Wow. Man, that's freaking me out. He looks good. All right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, sexy man Harlequin looks actually not that bad. <laughs> What's up? That is the Paul Hollywood beard a little bit. If he were a little more grayer. Silver and Fox. Bill notes, holy shit, McDonald's is serving breakfast 24 <laughs> hours a day now. This what? was announced like two weeks Foley's ago, but I forgot to mention it. <laughs> In the sound effects of police stepping away, door slamming, well, car peeling. Like, now you know what you're doing for lunch. <laughs> Gonna get some egg McMuffins. Look at her break the lights. <laughs> <laughs> when I first announced this news, I was like, "Oh, gives a shit." Then I'm like, I thought, like, I thought back to like, I went to a lot of like family trips as a kid, where like we would get McDonald's breakfast together. Yeah, like, so yeah. I had a lot of fun memories. That was so exactly just, like, what it is. A little thing of like orange juice. Exactly. McDonald's hash, hash brown. A little bit for like you get an egg muffin depending yeah. on how hungry you are. But yeah. the fact that you get that shit like eleven yeah. o'clock at night. Or I remember on really special occasions we'd actually go into McDonald's and I'd get the little hot cake tray. Oh god, hot yeah, cake that's breakfast! Now you can do that anywhere, anytime. Oh my god! All right. Yeah, I, I love pancakes. how I love how to Americans that is such a special treat. Yeah, like going, yeah. Oh, when you're a little well, yeah, kid, yeah, because who the, the fuck is awake at the time that they serve it? <laughs> now you can do that. Yeah, now, now you can be a fucking forty years old building your fucking Lego shit while fucking <laughs> mashing fucking Lego breakfast in your face. <laughs> The fucking jerking off the Casino Hendrix on the other hand. Gay marriage, whatever. (laughs) We can now buy McDonald's (laughs) 24 hours a day. Florence has a new album. I can buy an egg. Is that out now? No, No, it's not. In conclusion, OMG Star Wars trailer this week. So, yeah, this week is going to be more specifically towards the end of the weekend. It's going to be the Star Wars celebration. Blah blah blah. Oh, it'll be May the Fourth. Yeah. Well, this is pretty much going to lead into the May the Fourth. Oh, this is going to be. Is that your first time? I got it. Sick of Well, that's the funny thing is the fucking. So it's, it sounds like we're getting a, the whatever you the first it. full Star Wars trailer this week and mm-hmm. a Millennium um, Falcon uh, pinata. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it sounds like it's pretty much going to be online for the next two weeks. The first movie it's going to be linked to is going to be the Avengers movie, which comes out that May the fourth weekend. Yeah. So that's going to be all like blah blah blah. But yeah, this is this is really going to be the week where the the, the marketing for the new Star Wars this really kind of kicks off in earnest. Man. And on top of other whatever goddamn goofy ass shit they do at Star Wars Celebration, like yeah. fucking Harrison Ford rolls in in a wheelchair or something. <laughs> but that's almost I'm always going to be a No, it's yeah. really because he's hurt. No, I no yeah, no. That's the funny thing. And actually, it's funny because Chewbacca's in a wheelchair now too Aww. so if they actually because i was like thinking what if they might like reenact like when jj because they're supposed to be having no. a lot of the stars what they if they build, reenact they the build end? a little millennium falcon around <laughs> 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 we don't have to stand up to christ and then, and then everybody and then it, they, they, if they fly it in should we punch it this <laughs> is the rascal's kiss <laughs> Get to throw the brakes on any of their steps, <laughs> and when it starts going up on an incline, they just roll out the back. I was, well, I was thinking that 
like, okay, so J.J. Abrams is supposed to be there. Supposedly most of the stars have ever been in a Star Wars movie supposed to be there. Okay. And I was thinking, if you have, like, a thing with your fear, J.J. Abrams, and you're going to be on a panel with, like, the stars from the original Star Wars movie, what you do when you're introducing Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, what you do is you're, you're fucking... Uh, JJ Rooms, you stand in front of the audience and you stand yeah, up. Yeah. And you fucking hit yeah. that and you da, say da, 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 Yeah, you say everyone da, stand up, we're gonna da, hit this button, da, da, and from da, da, the back da, of the auditorium da, da, you have those guys start walking in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then everyone essentially gets to reenact yeah. the end of the first Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> but now like to have them be on wheelchairs and shit like that, it'd be pretty much be Mark Hamill pushing Chewbacca and Han Solo in wheelchairs all the way up to the thing and then like well Carrie yeah. Fisher pointedly doesn't do coke <laughs> she's just like I'm too sober for this Man. shit age age is weird we don't deal with it that was one thing that was the weirdest about that that movie the, the longest ride the movie longest ride was how many old people well no no that it was the way it handled age was weird and then it didn't yeah. And it was like, oh, poor. Wait, Alan it didn't Alda. didn't handle age weird. Here was an old man whose life was over. It was basically the, the conclusion of the film. Uh-huh. It was a weird. I don't know. Did made... you get your first two gray hair this week? I did. Congratulations. I like it. It's up front. It's like kind of like it's. She's got. Side. Yeah. 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 Like you know what would be funny if you've actually been getting gray hairs on the side for a long time, but you always shave the side of your head. That I you, think it's, you've actually been going gray for five years. Now just that suddenly it's, it's approaching up towards I the think top. That I, I, I think that Amy said that she 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 yeah. thought that she she's like, but I can't tell because I can't tell if it's blonde. Yeah. Or if it's not your yeah. gray you hair, might have a gray hair. Yeah. Like back a little further on this side too, but um, yeah. So I'm hoping I get like a. Amy, you have a couple streak. of grays, right? Oh yeah, which is funny because you're a couple years older than she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I genetically my people family in my does not gray. see Foley's family does not gray. My family grays. My family really not in a sexy gray that much. way either. Well, I'm starting Maybe. to notice. Yeah, a lot, a lot of well, grays. And I'm happy about yeah. it. I'm super pumped. No grays, gray hairs are fucking awesome. But no, watching that movie made me feel weird about age. I'm like, what does it? What does it feel like? Because I felt weird in the movie that these people are in their early twenties. And I felt like, Ugh. that's one of the things that I don't like about romance novels. And a lot of the romance novels I read are about women, people in their 30s or 40s, which I really like. Because mm-hmm. it feels weird to be like, mm. I, like and I'm like, how does it feel to be like a 70-year-old person where you're closer to Alan Alda than <laughs> the young bucks yeah. in this movie? Yeah. It's like, don't worry, at best you can motivate some sweet young blonde people. <laughs> That's yeah. weird. My health is and youth get together. Anyway, age yeah, is weird. So, Star Wars is awesome. So that yeah, we're supposed to get a poster and a trailer this week. It's not that's not official, but that sounds like that's. Bill, that's... This, these are like the last moments where we can think about what Star Wars could be and get that's excited really about what it, it could be before the crushing really reality it. of what it is. <laughs> so I guess Oscar Isaac. So you guys have never seen Inside Lewin Davis? No. You so the main guy from that. that. It's yeah. a really good movie, but I guess he was on Conan this week. We were talking about. Uh, he was talking about how he got like he was asking Harrison Ford for piloting instructions. Which why would you ask Harrison Ford for piloting instructions if you're not flying the fucking Millennium Falcon? So everyone's like, oh my god, he must fly the Millennium Falcon in this movie. And all kind of. He's like, just yell at Chewie. Yeah, Chewie does most of the work. Hans there to look sexy. Yeah, yeah. I just look. I'm just the arm candy. Yeah, this is it. Chewbacca's plus one. Yeah. Chewbacca is the beard. Oh man! Literally figuratively. I am the plus. What? <laughs> oh man! So yeah, this is it. If you, if you ever want to enjoy life without Star Wars, yeah. this is pretty much the last three or four oh, days of your man. life. You're gonna... The thing is, I like Star Wars, but just like it's gonna be miserable. 
To be someone who just likes Star Wars. Yeah, you're not like... Like, I don't want to be spoiled about the new Star Wars. I want to go into it, just enjoy it. And that's going to be impossible. Yeah. I should just leave the internet now. I should just delete to my the point Tumblr. That I, what, did, did we agree that next week's episode is actually going to be another Star Wars spoiler cast as opposed yeah, to a normal episode? Yeah, I will remove yeah. myself from this interview. You'd be welcome to hang out and talk with us. But, nope, yeah. you're next week, do... actually, for Portlanders, just so you know, next week is Linework Northwest, which is an excellent little con um, that's focused more on um, illustrators and, like, kind of more independent comics um, artists. And what's cool about it is it's Saturday and Sunday next week, and each day we'll have a different roster of cartoonists yeah. and illustrators. So I'm going to be volunteering next cool. weekend. And it should be. It was a really fun story last year. Very fucking packed was the only downside of is it. Is it at the same space? Yeah. The North Hall is a beautiful venue. Is that, oh, is that PSU? No, North, North Hall. Hall is off of Sandy and 26. Oh, okay, I'm just thinking about the last time Stumptown was, the, was the, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Which, actually, if, if an alternate universe, Stumptown should be happening this weekend, too. Yeah, yeah that's Which true. funny, that's happening the same way as almost yeah. like the line work Northwest is a new Stumptown. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, I saw Dan Klaus was to be the big special guest. Yeah. It's, which, I'm going to be a bachelor next weekend. Yeah. Bachelor. Uh-huh. Bachelor. Maybe you can come and talk about Star Wars. No. You can help me build the, the Quickie <laughs> Mart Lego set that's coming I'll out this week. Oh, is that coming out this week? Off VIPs. That's you're a Lego VIP. <laughs> On April fifteenth, we get early you, access to the, the Simpsons Quickie Mart. It's gonna be a big week for you, Bill. You're gonna get the Simpsons oh Quickie Mart and Star Wars. I get together. to fucking work on the Lego Quickie Mart set while weeping. <laughs> masturbating sadly to the new Star Wars trailer on a loop. <laughs> just simultaneously just rage and lust and just yeah. Oh, oh man. man. This is going to be, yeah, if I this just write the next a, week, it's going to be a thing. This is going to be a weird week for Star Wars Also, I have to pay taxes too, which always Oh, oh. Man, that's a quadruple whammy. Alright, well friends, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. BoyHattiePodcast.com is our website. Uh, we will talk to y'all next week about more pop culture garbage. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Well, Annie won't be here next week. but uh, If you're going to for this, perhaps you will see me. I will be greeting for six hours next weekend. So, yeah. what Which day? Um, both Saturday and Sunday. Oh, really? Okay. I have, two, I have split greet shifts. So. Okay. Yeah. Say hi to people. Yeah. Smile at them. Yeah. Do that. Awkward ending. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. Yeah.